be sick if we got like like an hour into this and we weren't recording. No, that would not be sick. Not because this is the year end ranked, baby. Okay, we're back. Already, already, already <laughs> off to a, a good start. I uh, I laid out a lot of cough drops for myself to get me through this. I edited out most of them. Yeah. To be honest, but only only a couple made it into the last episode. You do a you, good job you're, of it. You're getting better. Yeah. Hey, another year. This is our third year of watching anime and talking about it. It is. If you don't know, we're podcasts where we watch anime and we talk about <laughs> we it. We talk about it, yeah. We started at zero anime and now we've done it for three years. That's insane. Yeah. Like a consistent, like, let's watch something new today and we're going to finish it. <laughs> to be fair. That I seems pretty key. We did finish everything this year. We did. Um, I think that due to uh, certain life events this year... <laughs> Uh, less anime than years than usual. past. Uh, some some sadly. things that happened this year. Well, we got married. Can, can, high five to that. Gentle high five. Uh, we adopted cats this we year. Did. You know, we went on our honeymoon. So there was a lot of um, hiatus time. Okay, we're, we're at the same number of anime as the first one we did. When I tell you the quality of anime that we watched this year was like very high. I had a hard time putting together this year-end list which by the way like is completely arbitrary <laughs> yeah I, I mean after a certain point it's like i think i think you do this like point system thing that i think ultimately kind of it works for me it works for you but i feel like it also creates a lot of complication and like you know on paper certain things have more points than the other but like the eye test hmm but then you see me at the end putting the list together, and then I just end up moving moving things around, you know? So the point system helps me, because when I'm looking at a list of like 30 anime with movies and, and everything, I can't compare them to each other. But I can compare like three like 15-point anime <laughs> to, uh, to five 20-point anime. <laughs> Yeah, you no, know, I I understand the. It's like a tier. Yeah, it's like a pyramid. It's like a pyramid scheme. I th I think you get <laughs> very hung up over like TV show versus movie and how that. I plays think that's into... a fair evaluation, though. Like how how much time you spend watching, you know, how much more you have to like a series. You know what I mean? I guess so, but I mean to to ride with a series for like twenty six episodes or whatever. That is like 26, you know, half hour shows versus an hour and a half. So like if it's the same amount of points, let me explain my point system this year. Oh boy. Let me get out my uh <laughs> my my handbook. Uh okay. I've changed it slightly. Overall quality is a 1 through 9 and the series get a a bonus point for quality. That's fucked up. That's like That's like a plus that's 1. That's messed up. Yeah, I, I don't listen, I don't know. I, I'll I'll spoil this right off the bat. My top two are movies, so <laughs> so it didn't didn't matter in the spoiled. end. Spoiled, yeah. So it doesn't. It doesn't. It my, all evens out in the end. I think my my top is a show. So there's quality, and then there's enjoyment by me gets a one through ten point system. Uh, one point for cool, one point for wild card. <laughs> And then a point for every five years. The, see, the point for every five years also is like 
I, I think uh, it totally it's totally works. So well. like Wicked City could conceivably be, be like Wicked higher City, than which Bell. was the oldest anime that we watched. 30, 30, 35 years. Yeah. So, old. so that Got gets seven points. So that gets like a, a leap ahead of like even like a, a show you might like a movie you might nominally enjoy like uh, like Jujutsu Kaisen. Not that I think that it, Jujutsu Kaisen's better. I'm just saying, like, I think that... Well, you'll see where they ended up right. on the list, so... Right. Listen, old doesn't always mean good. That's what I'm... That, no, that's what I'm saying, Cause like... Because sometimes old means less quality. So, over... So, sometimes a, a old show with more points gets less of a quality score, in I, my mind. I feel like you, you came onto this episode ready to, like, fight me. No, Ra- no. Ready I, to get into it with... Let's make peace right now. All right, yeah, no, Let's I, make peace I, right I, now. Listen. Here, hold my hand. While we while we say this, I will not be say I will not be mad. I, I will not be mad <laughs> when you put my number one <laughs> at fifteen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh man, that 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 does happen every year. I feel like yeah, like I mean, but that's like kind of the beauty of it. Like I think the things that we are different people. We are, and what you really like in an anime is totally different yeah. than what I like. Yeah. And listen, the point system kind of goes out the window at a certain point, and and when I'm looking at the top ten, and I'm saying to myself, "But which one is my favorite?" <laughs> yeah, you have to just trust your heart. Heart of the cards. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it, this this year was wild. It was. Um, but let's get into it. Uh, we Shall should, we? We should mention that we saw we we did our our, our yearly tradition now. Seeing uh, Tokyo Godfathers at a Christmas a movie. Christmas movie at Christmas. I cried. I cried. I think I cried more this time. You cried three times. I did. <laughs> well, I cried four times, including a trailer for a movie. In the so right before we went to go see the movie, I I I, uh, I did I lifted weights for the first time in like years. Oh, so your body was already over. So my endorphins were like fucking firing, <laughs> and then like we sit down and see this movie, and then like. Yeah, there's a trailer for this movie called Broker, which I guess is about like, um, like adopted kids or adopted, uh, foster kids. Yeah, finding like f- like foster kids a home and stuff, and it was like, which is like weirdly like, uh, I don't know if it was like an intentional pairing with Tokyo with Godfathers Tokyo. because they're both kind of similar. Yeah, similar abandoned thing. children. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, if you don't have Tokyo Godfathers in your mix. Uh, it is. It is. It, it is the only Christmas time. movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so let's get into it. I on guess. that note, should we say our thirty-three, thirty-third place? Um. Do you want you you want to go first? Yeah. Sure. In thirty-third place, I have Final Fantasy: The Spirit <laughs> Within, <laughs> which apparently we watched this year. <laughs> I was surprised to see it. Yeah. No. I I kind of <laughs> forgot we watched it too. Yeah. I mean. Um. Looked bad. Can't remember a thing about it. I if you asked me what it was about, I would I would say I have no idea. Yeah. You know something something that's like kind of funny about that movie that I, I thought about recently. Do you remember that game Life is Strange? Yeah. Um so that game is like uh <laughs> distrib uh the distributor of that game is Square Enix, who does all the Final Fantasy games. Mm-hmm. And I guess the developer wanted a line in there where the character is like looking through her like DVDs or something, and she's like, "Oh man, Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within." 
that movie got way more crap than it should have. I thought it was really creative and an excellent. Oh my god! And like and like Square Enix was like, no, <laughs> they're they kind of like, uh, like why? Yeah, like you know, we don't really acknowledge, like we don't, we're okay with it, but like why that one? Exactly. Like they they weren't like get rid of it, but they were like why? Yeah. Because I'm I guess like I don't know the the Square Enix movie venture just did not pan out the way they did they wanted it to i mean it, it it's low on my list too it's a little higher but <laughs> yeah it was uh it was not a great not a great showing a great for time. final fantasy and i already don't have a lot of strong feelings about the final fantasy series so yeah i had to Ooh. i had to do it to him maybe we should we should get you to play one of the games sometime you know, I think I have like a it's like triggering for me or something cuz really? I used to have like the game and when I I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast already but like when I played games as a kid, like I didn't look things up online or anything. Oh, yeah. And it, this game in Kingdom you Hearts. To, yeah. This game in Kingdom Hearts, I got so frustrated going like back and forth and back and forth and like going to this place and going to that place and being like I don't know where I'm supposed to go next. Yeah. I don't know where to go next. Like I like I completely forget what my objective is and then I can't remember I I, I can't remember how to look up what my objective my objective right. is. I remember you know? um I remember going to GameStop and getting Final Fantasy Ten Two. Makes me feel like a fool. <laughs> um, and the uh, the the guy was like, "Oh yeah, you can buy you can get the strategy guide for you know only ten dollars more or whatever." And I was like, "Ah, that's okay." And he's like, "Listen, like you know, either you buy the book." <laughs> he's like, "Either you're gonna you're gonna jump between looking up GameFacts.com and like you know scrolling through an endless text, or you can just kind of have it in this book, you know." Up to you. And I was like, all right, I'll get the fucking strategy guide. <laughs> but I, I also like wasn't very interested in like the movie has complicated l- games. Legit. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that too. I mean the games are very like the idea that I would have to look something up. Yeah. Nah. It's it's definitely um, it definitely. I f- I feel like when you get through Persona Five, when that happens, uh-huh. then I think uh final fantasy in the next 15 years when i finish persona 5 okay moving on what's yours what's your 33 33? fully coolly progressive oh how interesting why uh just like the sequel never works i think that the overarching so we're, we're about three years into this i'm 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 not like cynical about anime i don't think but I am becoming more aware of sort of studio initiatives or meddling, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, a studio's influence on creating something. And so Fully Cooly Progressive should not exist. Ah, uh, okay. This is something that you there's- made, They made it so much out, like after the fact. There, there, is, there is no reason for this to exist. It's not good. It but you weren't gonna like it, like I in was, the first place. I was, uh, I was open. You know, like I was. You're I, about as open as you could be, though. <laughs> no, like, like genuinely, I, I think I, I go into everything with an open mind. I think there are some, like, I really liked the second My Bloody Valentine album. Okay. Um, following up Loveless, like, uh, you know, arguably shouldn't exist. I thought it was a really good album. American Football LP two and three should not exist. Mm-hmm. The Have a Nice Life records after Death Consciousness, I think they should exist. I think they're really good. Right. Unbiasedly. Um, 
there there's just like it's it's like a, a repetition of it, it just like doesn't have any of like the charm or you know I, I feel like once you point out the the structural things that are in place in the original fully coolie and then you try and replicate it it kind of cheapens the original as opposed to kind of letting like the magic that kind of coalesce out of like like the, the standalone yeah like like the standalone thing like the rock music the characters the aliens the you know the kind of coming of age stuff you know all these things kind of coalesce into one thing to make it really memorable and like when you try and copy it it's just like you're not twin peaks the return like that's like the ultimate oh god like why are they doing a sequel to this and then it's like oh yeah like this is this is a weird ass continuation yeah yeah. Yeah. if they had gone like a totally different direction with it i think i would probably like that more than fully coolly progressive so got it and and it just it just reeked of like you know i I think it was co-produced by adult swim and them being like hey like this you know the show is like it's it did really well for us like it's like one of the most popular things can you make more of it Mm. and i I think that's like not a great um, failure it's not a great basis for an anime personally (laughs) fair enough i i completely forgot about all that to be honest (laughs) i was just like right the fully coolie sequel i just think sequels sometimes looking for alaska don't really a different girl named alaska yeah just like harry potter too really work like you're not like the lion the lion king too like you're not you're not you're not picking that over the Lion King. I did have an original. I originally for a podcast, I wanted to only watch the directed DVD sequels. Yeah, and just like whether or not I've seen the original or not was irrelevant. Okay. So like Fox and the Hound two, like Lion King one and a half. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's really a point to making the sequels, except except to make except Disney more money. To make them more money. And they're usually like cheap, more videos on the on the shelf. Like, yeah, hundred percent. They're directed at kids that want more of the thing, but they don't know why. Yeah, it totally. I mean, all those sequels like strip like the movies of their like core message or power or whatever, and just replace it with like, here's Simone and Pumbaa fucking tackling each other. <laughs> uh, so number thirty-two, I put Nyanpire. <laughs> Number 32, I put Nyanpire. For no reason other than it was short and it was dumb. It was dumb. <laughs> it wasn't cute enough. I mean, it was so basic that there was nothing really there to to like talk about. <laughs> I genuinely can't believe we did like a like a half episode about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh it seemed like one of those things you put on in the background while you're doing like homework or something it's like something that like accidentally plays on youtube yeah and then you watch like your recommendations are fucked for like a year (laughs) yeah i i don't have anything really else to say about it to be honest it just it just uh yeah i don't i don't know that outro is like the the most bizarre thing of the year of so strange like do you even count that (laughs) that as like part of the the half the running time basically and just like Played and I was like, "Is it going to be different every time?" Nope, same two minute long. It was like they were like five minute long episodes, yeah. and then and but two minutes worth was this was this Bizarre live action outro. music video based on <laughs> the cat. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean it was cute, but I it just couldn't couldn't possibly go higher than 
And that was partly because we watched so much like kind of good stuff this year. Yeah. All right. What's your 31? Uh, I put Wicked City. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. So my, my whole argument so, out the window. You know, I didn't really want to like spoil it, but I was like, listen, Wicked City got a really low mm. enjoyment score for me. Wow. <laughs> like a, a one. So even though there was seven points, it's still like it. It like sure it looked good, but that's not. It's not always about it just looking good. It's like, did I like the story? <laughs> was it was it all the? Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All the uh, racy content. I just felt like it just like, like the non consensual. Uh... Sometimes I'm like, I would just like never watch it again. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. To be honest, <laughs> like huh. sure it was like a moment in time or whatever but like in my mind i was like it's just not good do you like the is it in my mind it's just not good does, does older anime put you off generally no like the style of it no did you like the way the show looked yes so it was it was completely like the whole I just really didn't care yeah. for the story. Okay. Uh, and I thought a lot of it was like really unnecessary. But I, and it was kind of like a shock value thing. Like for me, it just like, I wish I didn't see it as part of it yeah. too. <laughs> like, and I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. So that was like a big factor in me being like, I just like, cause, cause partly when things get low scores, <laughs> Dale gave you a look like, what? Like, our, what Dale are you is talking our cat. about? What are you talking about? Dale's our I don't producer. know. I just it just was not my fair enough. My tea, sis. My truth. What did you put? <laughs> uh, number thirty-one. I put B stars. Wow. Yeah. Because you uh, hate furries. Because <laughs> I hate furries. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest. I think I probably like wrote it off, and I don't think I. I you never uh, gave it a uh, shot. I don't think I, I probably, I, I feel like I didn't give it a shot. I think that's on me. I'll explain why it's a little higher on my list when I get when to it. When you get to it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. It's like the furry, like. You couldn't give past It's, it's kind of hard for me to wrap my, and it's like, I try, like I try and be uh, open to shit, but it was, it was like a. I have to say our episode on that, it's like, we're like tiptoeing around the subject of us like not really understanding furries. I, I respect anyone who likes it and who is part of the furry culture. I'll, I think I'll say this. Like, if we had a kid and they wanted to be a furry, Support I would it, be 100%. there. Support I would be there. I will help them construct the persona and make the costume and everything. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, I think... Um, and I know it's not a sex thing. No, yeah. And it's like... Uh, <laughs> I I think I, I kept... I kept, like, kind of overthinking that part of it of like the 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 romance yeah the romance of it was like pretty like uh, i don't know it was, it's, it was it's the wolf and the bunny yeah i, I don't know the forbidden was, forbidden love it, it's just like yeah no can't do it I can't, I can't do it i'm i'm sorry that's look it's on me i know that that show has a lot of fans you know i think we'll probably watch the second season at some point you think? I think so. I mean, Maybe. I, I want to give it another shot. I want to give it a, a fair shot. I think this is like, I, I feel like, I'll say that like halfway through the year, I stopped, like, I, I like kind of put the phone down while watching shit also. Yeah. You know what I, not, I think I've. But it was like, this is, this is before was still. that. 
was before that was point. a phone show. Yeah. Oh, John. Sorry. Uh, next on my list is Maruko Chan. At number thirty. Yep. It like it's like almost good. It's almost good. It's it is a culprit of doing the same bit every episode, and it just got repetitive. And we talked about it a little bit on the episode that the spooky like we always like oh we're gonna watch horror anime and never really and it never really hits (laughs) to a point where i'm like should we even watch horror anime and because i feel like everything is kind of i think i think spooky tober might be dead might be dead and because i'm i feel like we always end up just watching stuff that we don't it's like yeah something about connect to it's like i think they're they're uh and it's like always like the stuff that isn't explicitly horror that is like the scariest i feel like yeah yeah it's when they slip in something that's scary and fucking in something proxy one (laughs) you don't expect it uh or it's an element of, of fear that uh you actually might feel in a show with a character you know but the leaning into like also, a lot of anime already has scary creatures, like like weird looking demons or yeah. like you know whatever monsters. So to have your show center around like monsters, it's like it just doesn't hit the you same gotta, way. You gotta step it up. I mean, it, if you're if you're if that is your bread and butter, is like the monsters are really scary. It's got to be like at least Jinji Ito level monster. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, he, that's like kind of at least would be like looking at Jinji Ito's hard. monsters. That's that is He's, scary. I mean, that's his whole. That's like his whole. Yeah, because there's like purpose and uh, like us, like almost like a reason for why they are why they look like that. Oh, I found out there's like a Tomi anime coming out on Netflix. Oh. So it's interesting. There's like a to- so there's a Tomi Netflix anime and a an Uzumaki Cartoon Network anime. I just feel like battle of the streaming <laughs> services networks. <laughs> that's cool. We'll have to watch. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff next year that's uh, high on my list. I'm excited. We'll finally get to watch uh, Chainsaw Man. That's exactly soon. what I was thinking. Yeah, we uh, we've we've held off on watching it because we wanted to wa- make sure it was all out. We have to f- we have to finish a whole series <clears throat> worth. What do you have in your thirty spot? Thirty Final Fantasy Spirits Within. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a. Uh... You're like, it's not that bad. <laughs> As like a kid, it was like. <laughs> as a kid, it was like it was almost like this forbidden fruit of like I wasn't allowed to watch like PG thirteen movies when it came out, but I really wanted to see it, you know. <laughs> okay. And I just and like so San Francisco, um, there's like this big like shopping complex called the Metreon, and so it has like the city's IMAX theater. And back in the day, I guess like the building was like mostly owned by Sony, and so. Um, they had like a big like PlayStation store. Um, and I think it was like maybe like the only PlayStation store. Like I think I don't think they have any any uh, other stores out there. Um, and so I just remember like all of like the um, and there's like this huge arcade in there, too. They're, like all of the promotion for it just made it feel like the, like the most important movie ever. Gotcha. Like it was like like a larger than life phenomenon. Like my cousin was like I you know when I would go to his house he would have like Final Fantasy eight or something like that and like was playing it. So like 
you felt more connected to it. Yeah. So like, I think on some level, Final Fantasy was always like this kind of like thing kind of outside of my reach that seemed really cool and like adult. You know what I mean? Even though as a child, like that meant like just like teenager stuff. Right. But nevertheless, like it, it, it had that appeal to me. Um, it's hard watching it because I, I feel like inevitably uh, a movie or a TV show that's partially meant to be like a tech demo <laughs> inevitably kind of loses its its appeal at some point. Right. Um, and so in order to like kind of back that up, you have to have like a, a, a good a good story. Yeah. He, he looks like he's like thinking about what I'm saying. <laughs> our, Dale, our cat, is like keeps looking at us. <laughs> Like he's, he's got ex- something to say. He's an expressive guy, and he's he's really taking it all. <laughs> or in. he's like, really? Is that really what you think? He's like, oh yeah, I guess this is a good. It's a Interesting. Point. Um, so you know, and ultimately, like the story of this, I just I, I don't think it was it was really there. I think it was a little convoluted, and it was a little too kind of all over the place to really. Um, it was trying to fit into the cyberpunk universe without without having an original idea a little bit i i felt like it um i don't know final fantasy is an interesting setting because it, it is like this kind of um <laughs> i genuinely don't remember anything about it so like the idea that <laughs> just me being like yeah it really ripped off uh, other <laughs> things i'm like i don't remember what it's about um, oh sorry final fantasy is interesting because it's like kind of like this inter- intersection of like fantasy elements of like kind of like Tolkien Lord of the Rings but then like futuristic like mechanical like electricity steam like powered stuff it's not steampunk but there's a uh, there's steam powered stuff okay yeah. um so it's like it's like this interesting merging of those things and i think it tried to kind of take that in a different direction but I think it leaned a little too hard on like the mechanical parts of it. Mm. Obviously, like there's like the spirit within, which was the spiritual end. But <laughs> I don't know. It just it just didn't. Um, it doesn't really hold up. I think uh, I don't know. Yeah. In, in theory, I, I like it, and I wish like it led to more. It's interesting. Like I feel like the video game movie is is still kind of like. I, I don't know if there's there's one that's really done it right yet. Hey, execution matters. Just because you have a good idea doesn't mean uh, you did it right. <laughs> yeah. This needed like another year of like figuring it out. Needed like a, uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Jerry Bruckheimer. What's next? 29. I just, made a, I just made like a game time decision and moved something Ooh. way up that I put in 29, but that <sighs> that means uh, Attack on Titan Season 2 oh, is, wow. is down here. Damn. Down here in the trenches. Uh, for no good reason. <laughs> I we, just remember, we weren't too jazzed on it. I just remember that we felt like it was rushed and we were confused by it. And then we watched season three very shortly after to kind of make up for our like failures about it. Uh, so maybe I'm putting our review of Attack on Titan season two this low. Uh, because, because we, we didn't recap before yeah we we probably should have i mean the character before well, going in and then the whole season was about characters that were like just introduced at the end of season one if i remember correctly yeah they, they it was definitely um what was like the what was her name was it like it wasn't like titania was it oh it was it was uh yeah it was about the pr- the princess right 
uh, yeah, uh, eleganza. <laughs> Is that right? No, wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait. No, we're gonna look it up. Everyone, just hold on. It was the it was the blonde? Is it okay to call girls or women Historia. birds? Historia. It was all about Historia, which actually ended up being very interesting. But you know, I, it, I just, yeah. I just uh, watching it, I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> yeah. And uh, season three definitely. Uh, I will tell you, season three is a lot higher on my list. Yeah, it because is. we went back in. We like, and and in general, it's it's hard when we do these like long seasons worth of things. Like maybe maybe one year we can talk about like. When we actually finish Attack on Titan, when we finish Fruits Basket, when we finish, you know, whatever, uh, it's hard because like Attack on Titan is not done yet. We do it, but I want to watch it. Our Patreon podcast—it's like just one piece. Yeah, like every week we watch like four episodes. People are always telling us to watch these like longer shows, but then like it feels hard. It feels weird to like stop, like at the end at the end of something and then be like but are we gonna watch the next season of it like are we gonna watch the next season of jojo's are we gonna watch the next season it's like no we want to move on to something else because like otherwise we're gonna we're gonna become a a jojo's podcast watching nine seasons worth yeah (laughs) yeah no i think we we kind of made a an executive decision to but no longer do like split episodes it is really hard to um to uh rank like a season against something yeah although season season three is a lot higher on my list i'm i'm glad we went back and and uh did the pushed, damn thing pushed forward with it if, if you know what i'm saying yeah anyway sorry attack on titan i do love you salute salute <laughs> um my number 29 is maruko chan okay yeah i mean mostly the same reasons it's like i don't know it's like you gotta uh wasn't funny enough wasn't like scary enough wasn't there was no twist it was just it was just very middling and everything kind of it just ended too it just ended it was just kind of i don't know didn't didn't do it didn't do it for me where's the juice where's the juice i mean at least something like a sobi asobase is like deranged yeah and just like fucking out of control whereas like this was like it like it like wanted to have its uh cake and eat it too it's such a weird phrase, right? <laughs> I guess so. It's like the phrase means like you want to have a cake, but you also want to consume the cake and no longer have the cake. Right? I guess so. I thought it always meant like, I, I guess I don't really know how to explain it now that you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> it's like it's like you want to do two things at once, even though one precludes the other from happening, I think. That was always my reading of it. Like, I want to... Um, I don't know. I can't think of a good hypothetical right now. Yeah, no, you're right. It's like, yeah, you want you want to have or do two things that are at the same time that are impossible to have or do at the same time. Right. I think I think have. That's such a yeah. That's so weird. Have is I kind of so like a, a weak verb in that. Yeah. It's not. It's not descriptive enough. Like <laughs> you want to. You want to keep your cake. Yeah, you want to. But that's like Display not your cake and eat it too, or something. Oh, whatever. How, yeah. Uh, yeah, dummies who made that phrase. <laughs> Fucking French or whoever. Dummies. God. All right, carry on, shall we? Oh, should we talk about the World Cup? Nope. No. We're not doing that today. Sorry. I we, mean, congratulations. No, fuck soccer. Okay. 
<laughs> you brought it up. Dude, like Americans caring about soccer is like fucking cosplay. <laughs> is I don't, it? I, I mean like, know. okay, white people it's, caring about soccer is cosplay. I guess. Maybe that's fucked up to say. Maybe that's like not cool. But Somebody, I, I was like, I was complaining about soccer at work because everyone's into it and somebody was like oh are you watching and i was like not really i'm not really into soccer and they were like oh i like to watch like me neither but i like to watch because it's one of the only opportunities for like african countries to play on a world stage and i was like yeah i get that like that's cool <laughs> i mean i watch the olympics too i mean i feel like that's like a little more i don't know soccer is just fucking do you watch the olympics yeah i'll watch like some of the games and shit like snowboarding and like the half pipe games <laughs> only the winter olympics <laughs> the, the, yeah the, the winter olympics I'm, I'm more of a fan of so congratulations to whoever won ryan lochte <laughs> uh what do you have oh it's my turn it is your turn number 28 <laughs> we're starting to get into the ter- territory of like i don't know someone's getting mad i just i couldn't i don't know i put cyberpunk at drunners <laughs> Uh, it was what it was a show that you know. I saw it. I saw it as in like I saw the where you were. You were kind of like to be fair. I feel like you were definitely. I was anti. You were you were anti from the beginning. See, but I said that about you for the other one for fully coolly. I wasn't. I wasn't anti. We have we have different anti. It had a hard uh, hurdle to pass with you. Is what I'm trying to say, and I'm saying. This had a hard hurdle to pass with me because I had, I didn't play the game, okay? I didn't see John Wick in it. <laughs> Counter Reeves in it. Yeah, he wasn't even um, fucking in it. What the hell? I was confused about why it existed. To make uh, more money. You you picked it as a pick. I, was, I thought you were looked... You were mad because I watched it before we... No, no, no. You were like, can we do Cyberpunk? And I was like, I don't know. I don't really want to watch it. And you just put it on anyways. No, <laughs> like I was like, dinner. I was like, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm like, watching I'm this on my own. Yeah. You, that, that, that put, that put a bad taste in your mouth. And you're like, no, fuck you, John. You know, it turned out fine. I just, it, I just, uh, and we talked about it on the episode that it didn't, it, it looked really good. And there was lots of like gunplay gunplay in it (laughs) but yeah i don't know there was something that prevented me from like really liking the characters and and getting invested in the story fair enough uh although that one song was pretty cool the i want to say your Uh, house uh, uh, that one (laughs) you know (laughs) the one at the end that they play at the end with the girl singing yeah yeah, that song's great. That was that was always one of my favorites in the game. And Honestly, I, you know, I don't feel good about putting it so low. I just uh, the further we get away from that episode, the more I realize we're we're so in the minority of like our opinion on that show. Because like, what every, did everyone love? it? Everyone loved it. Everyone I talked to was like, yeah, that was like the best thing I saw this year. And I'm just like, Ugh. was it? Was it? I don't know. Dale, don't look at me like that. <laughs> He's like, it kind of was good. Yeah, I know. It kind of was good. But like, I just, I wasn't invested. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'll watch it again. I'll watch it again. That's all I can say. Yeah. You, you go now. 28, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm not sorry. <laughs> okay, what? JoJo. <laughs> JoJo's. Yeah. 28. Why? 
Okay. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, The Phantom Blood. Um, I. It was the voices. The voices. It's like. You didn't have friends in high school that like actually talked at you like that. No, I mean I knew people who did, and I thought they were fucking losers. Okay, and I was easy. like, and I was like, why don't you go back to drama class? <laughs> trying to listen to fucking Deftones on my okay, shitty relax, iPod speaker. Relax. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, so it just you, it just what, uh, you would never go to like a Ren fair. Hell no. And and pretend Fuck to no. What is, what no. ha- what happened to being open? Okay, <laughs> what happened to be? You would you would go to a Ren fair. There's like I feel like I have like two energies in my myself, which is like if I like if I stop and like think about it, you know, I'm like yeah, like let's let's check it out, let's have an open mind, like you know. <laughs> If I, if I, and but, then there's like hater John. But, but then there's like like the like the uh yeah the lizard brand. It's like fuck that. It's it's whack. Lame. Fucking lame. lame. I'd rather listen to fucking Death Grips by myself at home. See, I I disagree. I, I, I although I did, I, <coughs> I did not get like Renfair energy from JoJo's voice acting. But it was was it insincere? It's definitely to you over in some the way? top. Um, so I think my issue with JoJo is just like. Um, there's like a level of humor. It's like <sighs> the humor was not your humor. It wasn't my humor, and it's like where does the where does like the bit begin and end? Right, is the whole show a bit like it kind of is, and it kind of isn't, and it's like you kind of have to be along for the ride for that. Mm. And I just don't think I was, you know, like I just I don't think that it's really. I mean, there, there's certain shit I like that is is so fucking. You have to be along for the bit, right? You know, and like on cinema or something like that. Ex- exactly. That's like a great example. I feel. I feel like it's like it's like a similar thing where it's like, if you're not along for the for like the bit of on cinema, then it's just stupid. Got it. So like, I feel like I wasn't super about like the bit of this, um, <laughs> like the action and stuff. The bitness of it. Yeah. It's yeah. Exactly. Like the the kind of. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> the Venn diagram of like sincere and jokey into it, it, JoJo. It leaned into uh, like absurdist comedy. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. I feel like that's not really your your cup of tea, sis. Y- yeah, I guess so. I don't. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what my humor is. I think it's. It's not JoJo's. It's probably yeah. It's not. It's not JoJo's. I wonder if you would like the the manga. Maybe because I I've heard that the manga is very good. I'd be I would definitely be interested in reading it. There's definitely a lot of manga I, I want to check out. Because like, what if you remove the voice acting? Yeah, you know, because I mean, the voice acting was a huge hurdle. Yeah, <laughs> for both of us at first. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Higher on your list though, seemingly. Oh, it is. Oh boy. <laughs> I'll talk about. I I'll, I'll talk about it then. <laughs> you're, I'll, you're I'll say be this. Shocked. <laughs> um, I. Uh, Everyone has told me that like it gets better and like the the following seasons are like kind of where it's at and I definitely want to see him like I definitely I, I I'm interested in like the time jump and kind of moving beyond like the I've heard that too and I feel like because because I kind of have a sense of where it goes I think very highly of where it starts <laughs> Interesting um, that's fair and I was it was a it, it's a show that I have thought about after we watched it. That's cool. No, I, I think like without that's, giving too much away. <laughs> I think that's ultimately like the uh, the, the it, judge of it had staying power in my brain. Rent free, honey. 
You, you need to do a drag podcast. I need to relax. With Dale. What's next? Uh, 27? Oh, okay. I did Fully Cooly Progressive. Okay. Uh, which I feel like was higher, and then I heard <laughs> what you said, and I moved it lower. Because no, no, don't, don't. Because I was feeling bad about putting it so low because I was like, John loves Fooly Cooly. Not that one. <laughs> but then hearing that you really didn't like it made me feel better about putting it lower. Okay. So I put it kind of back where I thought it belonged. <laughs> and um, mostly because I don't remember what happened in it. How fucked up is it that the most, one of the most memorable anime of all time like I remember basically every episode of Fooly Cooly. Yeah. The intro episode, the video game Firestarter episode. Yeah. The play, the baseball game, the guns, the final episode. Cuz the the main character isn't is like a girl in Progressive? It is. Okay. So it's not the same kid. It's not. But it's like I'm but like how fucked up is it that like you have the show that is so memorable all the characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, same. I, ca- I really can't remember Where a goddamn- Where was Conti? Didn't Conti like not even show up uh, until he the might, end? I th- yeah. Like, I literally, like I cannot remember a goddamn thing about it. I think the two char- characters had like a cute moment at the end of the of the show. It's mm. maybe the only thing I remember. But yeah, it's it's just like, Haruko was like trying to, I don't know, it's kind fuck of a bummer, with the kids. Right? Yeah, I mean it's um I feel like my memory of of Fully Cooly Progressive kind of merged with no! some, some other no! anime oh. that we watched. As long as it's not the original. No, no, not the original. I mean like it kind of merged with things that were in a similar style. Okay. What do you have? Uh 27. What's next, baby? Cyberpunk Edge Runners. <laughs> okay. Slightly higher. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, same reasons. I mean, honestly, like, I feel like... <sighs> Maybe we were in a bad headspace when we watched it. <laughs> different circumstances, but, like, in the same way that, like, I couldn't stop thinking about, like, the corporate aspects of Fully Cooly Progressive. I couldn't stop thinking about, like, the, you know, the the meetings and all of, like, the... Uh, do you feel like if they called it something different and it was if this, like if just this like is not an, attached to cyberpunk? But if it, it's like, oh, you know, this is set in like the cyberpunk universe, right? But like it was totally like didn't reference that at all, just like an insider information thing. Maybe would I have a different read of it? I feel like maybe. I feel I like um. Go ahead. I also kept thinking about like just like I think in in, in relation to like the title, it's like. You're taking so much from cyberpunk, the genre, and not giving anything back to it. <laughs> like, and, I, and that's like impossible to like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to really tell a new big story cyberpunk in cyberpunk story. story, but it's, I don't know. It's just, uh, I, I just, don't know if I kept I, thinking about that. I don't know if I said this on the pod or not, but I do still hope that they make two more series of cyberpunk, uh, edge runner shows where they do a corporate start and, oh yeah uh, no that would start yeah. or whatever I mean, that's the thing it's like I, That'd the, be cute, right? the show fucking worked because like i like re-downloaded the game and was playing it for a while um and yeah like i agree like i want to see more in that world you know but it's like i i don't i i, I will repeat my feeling of the show overall which is that the first two episodes were really good mm. and the last 15 minutes were perfect and everything else is kind of whatever. Mm. Um, I stand by that. I yeah, I don't know. Like, 
maybe it was because I watched that fucking video and the guy said gunplay and I, I, I just like couldn't fucking. <laughs> you were triggered. I, I was gunplay. I was triggered by the studio triggers <laughs> use of gunplay. And I was I was just. Uh, Thank you and good night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It could it, a lot of things could have could have happened. I appreciate on this podcast that um we uh admit when we have like a totally like non like like not not a, like a good reason for disliking something, but just like I yeah, just I was, didn't I was like pissed it. Pissed off that week. Like yeah, I don't want to fucking watch this thing as opposed to like really trying to like quantify every uh everything. Well, I think. Also, um, we just, I feel like we get a little caught in the weeds of why something was made and, uh, it kind of flavors how we watch it sometimes. Yeah. Or who made it or, and that can be good and bad, like, like whether or not, like, we like something. Cause it's like, sometimes it's really hard to be like, it's Satoshi Khan, like, it must be good, you know, <laughs> Like, I think sometimes I was like, no, it was really good. But was it just because I, because it's like this artist that I like? <laughs> is it is it good just because it's Studio Trigger? Exactly. But then like you, you hit something like, I think we watched Promare <coughs> last year and we were like, it's Studio Trigger. And I think it was good, but something about it was not as good as I thought it was going to be. You know, it's just like, it's okay to just like be honest with yourself and not be uh, on board with everybody else. Uh, oh, shit. We even f- if you miss the point. Oh, we forgot to rank something. I just realized. What? The uh, the Studio Ghibli Grogu <laughs> Disney Plus short. <laughs> the, like, 15 seconds. <laughs> Three okay, minutes. Okay, I'll put it, like, right above the Empire. <laughs> oh, oh, we should probably mention, uh, for, any, uh, <laughs> for anyone going through their scorebook, uh, we omitted Poketoons and Pokemon Origins. Yeah, that was more of a fun end of year celebration of of, of with, us being really into Pokemon. It was just hanging out with my mom for like half the episode. Yeah. So sorry, Pokemon. You'll you. I'm sure you'll show up again. For the record, I would put the Magikarp short of Poketoons <laughs> above a lot of this stuff. Okay. I think I think it would probably be my number like 18. Okay. No, number 19. Yeah. <laughs> so like right in the middle of the pack. I mean, it was like, that's like a perfect short. I feel like right when we get into the middle of the the pack stuff is when I'm like, I don't know. It was fine. All right, Julie, number 26. Uh, I put Ride Your Wave. Ooh. Uh, I just, I think we just watched so much stuff that was like so interesting that the impact that Ride Your Wave had had on me when we watched it didn't have any kind of like lasting power. Uh... Like, I hadn't thought about it until we were putting together the rankings. I bet I would like it a lot more if I watched it again. I just, um, it was kind of like a simple story, but. Thinking uh, back on it, I guess it is about like fucking grief and like. Yeah. You know, your, but it's also your boyfriend about being surfing. reincarnated into water. It was okay. It was cute. It was pretty cute. It was, it was the cutest movie about grief ever. I, w- I would say uh, it. Uh, I think the ending kind of got a little strange for me. Like I had some questionable physics <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with that tower thing. Oh yeah. Right. Uh, Wait, no, that's that's weathering with you. Oh no! Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. You're thinking of weathering with you. Don't tell me that. 
No, wait, how did Ride Your Wave end? Wait, don't tell me that either, because no spoilers on the, the rankings. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, no, that's... that's uh, That tower situation was other, weathering with that's, you? That's the other... That's not good. Remember, she's like walking around with like the, the whale. There was like a big walking up the tower thing. Yeah, that's... uh. John didn't give me enough time to evaluate my list, I'm, I think. Listen, you could have... He said, tonight's the night, baby. And I was like, I'm not ready yet. <laughs> uh, whatever. We're just sticking with it. Wait, no. They maybe I'm confused. Are you sure? They might. I think like they both are about. There's like a tower in it. No, there's. Oh, please oh, hold. Fuck. Oh man, I might. I might be tripping. No, I'm correct. I'm gaslighting. I'm correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She summons the water spirit, and he goes up the building in a weird way, and. That that's I mean sorry that doesn't really spoil it but like there's surfing leave me alone. what is the weathering with you ending weathering with you he it, it, the the she she's she can make it sunny right yeah yeah oh come on sorry there's no oh he 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 like he threatens that he's gonna kill himself <laughs> I remember that part okay sorry. Okay, we're all gonna just, just we're gaslighting all, we're like, here, my hold, wife here. Hold my hand. I'm not gonna be mad <laughs> <laughs> when you tell me the ending to weathering with you is standing to ride your Sorry, wave. I was just, just keeping you on your toes. You totally know? different different stories. Yeah. All right. What what do you got? <laughs> oh, number twenty six. My hero academia. Uh it's okokay. It's uh I d I don't know. It's it's just uh we only watched season one. We did, and it was a while ago. And it was it was like the first thing we watched <laughs> for twenty twenty two. That said, um, I don't know. It just uh, I, I feel like there were. It felt like two kind of. I I, I don't know how. To, so like judging it on its own merits, I felt like the characters themselves. I I don't know. I I needed more <laughs> time with or to like kind of get to better understand like the cast of characters because in its state it just felt like it just like kept throwing all these like fucking superhero characters right you know and like i like the conceit of it where it's like this kid doesn't have fucking powers and right you know he's like basically um did you notice how many people were dressed up in my hero academia at um anime nyc yeah it was it's a it's a popular one you know i was like ooh, okay yeah <laughs> I, I take note to that stuff because I respect the opinion of of the convention goers now that I've been to a convention. <laughs> yeah, I was sad to not see any um you know fucking technolized cosplay, but uh but yeah, it's no. always next year. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. It just uh I, I didn't I wasn't like a fan of the uh wasn't your story. Wasn't my story. I remember it being pretty good, but Should I I I know what you mean. I feel like there's more to it that gets a little deeper and it would have to be one that would recap before we go back into I, I mean, <laughs> learn that the hard way. <laughs> I like like the Superman character who like looks like he's a fucking yes. like, villain who's about to like snap. Yes. The Homelander <coughs> character. But uh I think that's the other <coughs> I think I think I'm remembering you having style issues with it or like yeah that too you didn't really care for how it was how it looked but then also specifically you didn't really care for the main character yeah so that is 
that is uh, a problem if you're going to try to get invested with a show. Uh, I feel like it was shown in anime too. It was a little bit too kid oriented too, right? Yeah. But but maybe maybe it gets better. I I assume it does because of the fan base. Or maybe everyone's just wrong. Small smooth brained. <laughs> All right, number twenty five, Julie. Wait, what was yours? Oh, my hero. My, my twenty six <laughs> is my hero academia. It's a recap. All to, right, to... next next for me is uh, Porco Rosso. Whoa. Yeah, um, we realized that we only watched Porco Rosso. This is our only Miyazaki film of the year. Yeah, and I liked it. Yeah, I did too. I think it was maybe an overcorrection too. I feel like last year we watched like a lot of them. Yeah, I kept trying to push for a couple, but I was being. We I was never like, quite I was... <laughs> got there. With we always watch something else instead. It's like no, we got to watch quintessential quintuplets. Yeah, a movie, a show that. Spoiler: If you're if you're this far listening, you deserve to get a little sneak peek. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh that's like coming up next. There are a couple that uh we didn't we also didn't record an episode for another anime. Yeah. That will probably be the next episode, and then quintessential. We quintuplets. thought this was enough for the year end ranking. Uh, but Porco Rosa was good. I I thought it was good, but I feel like in the Miyazaki uh ghibli universe definitely it's not like a top hit or anything so i didn't feel bad about putting it so low but also like it wasn't it wasn't like a big story to me it was a good story that was like a b c d e i think the the ambitions were were so different than like a princess mononoke or spirited away like yeah it was just kind of like here's a story about like this pilot and then kind of weaving in felt kind of like a passion project <laughs> yeah like More this so is... than like this is my my uh <laughs> this is miyazaki's what's, what's oc the what's the word for like your your crowning jewel or whatever it's magnum opus yeah exactly yeah. like i'm not you gotta kind of yeah i'm not hating on it but also like I would rather talk about the other stuff, especially since we didn't watch a lot of Miyazaki this year to compare it to. Um, and I, I, you know, maybe this is not right, but like I do put his stuff in like a weird sort of other category. <laughs> um, well, I mean, yeah, it's kind of hard to. And this was by no means like my favorite Miyazaki movie. For sure, I think it's it's hard to it's hard to kind of like um, mute the world's perception of him just because it's it's you know. It's been kind of pushed like then and then like again and again that he's like the in a lot of um a lot of context I feel like for people it's like he's like the only anime director you can watch. Right. You know, like you yeah. can you can get your coworker to watch Spirited Away. Yeah. You can't get them to watch um I, and by the way, Jujutsu I put Totoro as my number one last year. So I felt like I could I yeah. I didn't have to like push hard for Porco Rosso. Um although yeah. it is like a sleeper hit. Um like uh like if you want if your friends are like into Mizaki and haven't watched Porco Rosso, definitely put it on cuz like make them watch it. Uh cuz like maybe it doesn't have all of the magical elements, but it's still like a pig. Yeah. <laughs> uh Oh, we'll, we'll, all right. I'll I'll hold off on this uh What? On this query? Well, I was going to I was going to ask about uh, Miyazaki land, the Ghibli theme park. Oh yeah, I guess there's a por- the Porco Rosso element to it. 
Oh, is there? Yeah. I didn't know that. I've kind of avoided... Looking at it? Looking just, at it. Just, just in case just you can in case, see it in person. Uh, <laughs> we might be going on a trip. Just, just, just in case. Just in case. What do you got? Uh, for 25, uh, Dragon Ball Super Superhero. My 24 is Dragon Ball Super Superhero. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it was a lot of fun. I think especially, see, like, I kind of wish, like, we saw it, like, on an opening night at, like, the fucking Times Square AMC almost. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, I think that would have been, like, maybe the... Uh, pure viewing the pure viewing environment for it um but you know i mean it was it was fun i feel like it's a kid's movie it's a, it's a kid's movie i don't think you need any working brain cells to enjoy a dragon ball movie that sounds like an insult but i, I genuinely like yeah that like, is actually a, a plus side <laughs> yo like when i'm when i'm home like do i want to watch Suspiria or do i want to watch fucking like uh killer clowns from outer space yeah probably killer clowns from outer space <laughs> like it just is what it is and like yeah i'd rather watch like the uh easy movie and it was good and it was good like i mean everything i came out smiling like i was, like a I, was I was cracking up the whole time basically i mean it was uh it was good it was funny it was it was genuinely funny and like uh it it talked about the like the legacy or the um the, the Dragon Ball series in like a self-referential way that actually felt kind of fun. Yeah. Um. So I dug it. I, I just, you know, it's. <coughs> this is your favorites. Oh. And it's not technically your favorites. Yeah. So that was my 24 as well. Same reason. So what's your. 24? My my 24 is Attack on Titan season two. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought that the. We're aligned. We're aligned. <laughs> um. It is kind of funny how, yeah, in in retrospect, it really does seem like a, a kind of, not like a filler arc, but just like they kind of had to like have that before they could really get into like the main story of the fucking world. Right. You know, so I don't know. I mean, there's, there's stuff I enjoyed. I liked uh, Aaron fucking losing it at the end. Right. Um, but then they like kind of retcon that really quick. Like I don't think he did that at all in the next season. So I don't know. I mean, there's 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 some cool stuff. Um, it's a very uh, I don't know. Like the the show is very when it hits, it really hits, and when it doesn't, it kind of peters out. So yeah, yeah. I, I it, it felt like a filler season. I think that's sort of a universal. This is no Opinion. one's. Opinion. I, I I would be shocked if this was anyone's favorite season. I'm yeah. sure there's like one person, but I love his story storyline. Yeah, Titania. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it was something like that. Oh man! So next for me, twenty three. We're getting we're getting there. Uh, is rent a girlfriend? Whoa, man, <sighs> Julie, why do you hate women? Why do I hate women? Why Let do me you tell hate? You. Women, just a woman that hates women. Women in harems. <laughs> Come on. Um, I I will say I didn't think I was gonna like this at all, and I liked it a lot more than I did than I thought I would, or whatever. Um, that being said, I still didn't really like it. <laughs> yeah. Like it wasn't unwatchable or intolerable to me. Um, 
and I'm I'm trying to have like an open mind about the harem anime just to just because there's so much of it and I'm it, one thing that I realized um is that uh and that's like an appeal of, of harem, harem anime is that the main character always always like has like a genuine care about like the the girl character's interest or the harem character's interests uh and is like in a weird way like protective in like a romantic way uh towards them and it's not just like a sexual lusty thing it's like it's like an emotional connection <laughs> i feel like it's like every harem anime there's like one girl who ends up being like his like the, his soulmate and then everyone else is his best friend right which i think is kind of interesting yes so <clears throat> and that's like they're not like all vying for his love but he's he like the main character is always vying for their friendship yeah in a weird way like and is paying attention to them and their interests in a in a weird way um rent a girlfriend definitely like was a different take on this concept and you know it's it was kind of fun and interesting but uh it's not something that i felt like i would return to i feel like you probably have it a little higher up too because you read the the manga it did and that definitely i'm sure that colored my perception a bit yeah yeah i will i will hold off on my Opinion. My defense of Rent a Girlfriend until right. we get to it. What do you have? <clears throat> so for 23, I have Ride Your Wave. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I feel like from here on, everything's pretty good, honestly. <laughs> we really didn't watch anything that was like bad. Yeah. I feel like we've already talked about the stuff that we were like, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. I, and even like, like B-Stars, I wouldn't really call it bad. I think that's more of a low ranking just due to my... <laughs> my viewing experience my, uh, I guess. personal taste <laughs> but yeah i mean um more of a lizard man <laughs> yeah i'm forgetting the director's name but uh it's it's funny that he directed this and then also uh it's tommy galaxy and inuo you know it's like it's it's so um like pop compared to it mm. maybe that was kind of the point like he wanted to Masaki, like Yuasa. yeah maybe like I, I would be surprised if Yuasa just wanted to like kind of just do like a straight up like classic anime or like his version of like a uh, your name or something like that. Mm. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I mean, I think it, I think it handles uh, death in an interesting way in a way that you're, it's not like a, 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 a grim fest and it's actually, you know, interesting to keep watching. So yeah. Wait, he didn't do. Um... Oh, he didn't. Wait a minute. Maybe I mean it's hard with stuff because it's like oh he's he's known same for studio. yeah yeah like he he was the director of White Ride Your Wave but and he, you know he was the director of like Mind Game uh, animator on things but um but I think you're mixing him up with um no he did write it yeah I'm looking at his I'm looking at his Wikipedia <laughs> Tommy Galaxy. Delphman Cry Baby. Oh, okay. Ride Your Wave. That's Inuo. weird. It doesn't show up like if you search him, it doesn't show up. I'm sure it's as not his, like his like credit. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it's not like his his okay, like. Okay, uh, okay, you're right. Sorry, directed by yeah. Okay. 
because all of these guys, all these animators, it's like they, it's like they directed this, but then they worked on this, and you know they did the certain things for that, and they were all in the same studio as this. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I agree. Ride your wave. It was okay. I liked it. It just didn't. This is like it just didn't hit the way that sometimes these anime movies like almost have to do these this is days. Like, this is like his like straight story. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, totally. The the David Lynch film straight story, which is on Disney Plus, and I recommend you all watch it with your uh, relatives. It's just a vibe. It's just a vibe. It's just a vibe. You just vibe. Uh, uh, right. Next, we have on my list B stars. <laughs> Next. <laughs> no, uh, Beastars. I, why was it good? Why was it good? Yeah, conv- uh, convince me to rewatch it. Listen, it was surprising. Because I was like, uh, 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 I don't know. It's the furry anime. But it's not. It's it's totally not. <laughs> yeah. It's just because the characters are, are animals. Uh, I think there was like moments where it's like, Oh, the bunnies doing sex stuff, or like right, yeah. And it was the the human hybridness of it started to get a little odd because it's really like human characters with a uh, wolf head or like bunny head, <laughs> but human body. <laughs> right. So you have to get past that. But I thought the story itself was actually good. <laughs> that being said. Would I return to it? I don't know. You you don't know if we would watch the second. I don't know. Uh, there's there's more stuff that I would rather get to than First, returning than to Beastars. Beastars. Um. So, but I kind of like saw the merit in it, like why somebody would like it, which is kind of the point of the show. <laughs> yeah, it's it, like it I is got kind it. Of- I was like, oh, I got it. It is like a weird kind it's of not bad. proposition of the show where it's like we're we're giving our opinion, but it's also understanding everybody's um, perception of it and like why. Because B stars like is so. successful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's fun to assign attributes to animals like that. Like I think it's thoughtful, at least, to be like the bunny and the wolf have like. Like they would never be able to be together, or like setting up like uh, Dale is writing a novel, yeah, or or setting up like carnivores and and uh, omnivores or herbivores are never going, like they're gonna right. have different needs or like yeah. like just like creating like there's there's these subsects of people different that, caste systems you know, for yeah the animals. exactly yeah, so it is like it is like a good premise in my mind yeah. I don't need the romance, but what can, what can you do? What can you do? Write a new show. Write a new show. <laughs> what do you have? Uh, twenty two, and I'm I'm shocked that this is lower. This is lower on my list than it is on yours. Godzilla singular point. <laughs> um, listen. Okay, I, next on my list is, is Godzilla it? singular. Okay, point. <laughs> I, I had a feeling. Okay. Yeah, they, these kind of middle ones, I feel like, could be interchangeable. Um, but go ahead. Godzilla singular point. This this can be a now it can be a discussion. Um, listen, <laughs> we all know I love the big man. 
<laughs> I love, I love He's Godzilla. More of a lizard man. <laughs> I love that big lizard. Yeah. And I like seeing him and stuff. And I actually like the show. Yeah. I thought it was uh, not enough lizard. Not enough lizard, but almost like it's like so not a Godzilla show. Right. Where it almost is like kind of it's it's, it's like kind a of robot show or something. It's a robot show and it's like a conspiracy and like research show. Uh I just remember that we started it and we stopped after like four episodes and then we had to go back in and literally start it over because we couldn't even pick up where we left off. Yeah. So in my mind I was like, Oh, I can't I can't really like put it that high up, even though it was kind of interesting and well done and there were once we did get into it, it was like, oh, okay. Like, it's in my mind, I was like, oh, it's not just another Godzilla show. <laughs> what was the Godzilla show we watched last year that um, was like god awful? Yeah, the, whatever the, the hell that was. <laughs> exactly. It was another like CGI 3D. I'll find it. <laughs> this was way better than that was. <laughs> this was yeah, exactly. Um, Stylistically, it had a, like uh, a vision. It had a vision. It had like, yeah, like, let's take Godzilla. Put him in, put him in like an actual anime with like anime characters, and kind of, sort of have it, and just have it like kind of be its own thing. Like it's not like really about the, you know, the. I mean, I guess it's sort of about the nuke, but it's also about like patterns and like numbers and like research. Planet of the monsters. Yeah, Planet of the monsters. No, not a big fan. <laughs> when the the Godzilla is even bigger than the world. It's like, yeah, it's oh like all right, cool. I don't know. You've written yourself into a hole. I really like the uh, the robot dog contender the for AI. cute animal of the year in anime. <laughs> Is that why you wanted a category for uh, yes? <laughs> yeah, that would have been your choice. Very much so. All right, we're getting in the weeds now, baby. All right. Oh, so that was your twenty-one. Yeah. My twenty-one is weathering with you. What? Okay. Yeah, I liked it. Didn't love it. Um. Especially in relation to Your Name by the same director. Ah. It just kind of, it, it was hard for me to get out that movie, I think. Um, it was the Miyazaki effect. You were like, was this as good as Your Name? No, definitely not. But Your Name was like on a God tier level. <laughs> well, especially just in the um, in the sense that with Miyazaki, every movie he does is just, it's pretty different, right? Like mm. Totoro's way different than Porco Rosso is way different than Spirited Away and that kind of thing. Whereas this guy's whole thing seems to be like romance, right? Yeah. So it's <laughs> and so it's like kind of hard to like take your name out of the equation when it's basically like the same like boy falls in love with girl, but this time girl controls the weather as opposed to like right. you know, there being like a time dilation thing sort of happening. <laughs> So, I don't know. I mean, like his other work, it looked really good. <laughs> um, it was very cute uh, interactions between the two. Yeah. But ultimately, I, I don't know. It just didn't. Uh... Man, I did like it, though. I did, too. I Yeah, I, and I recommend it to to people for sure. For sure, yeah. I understand. I understand. It's hard, it's hard to separate the... The best thing you do from the second best thing you do. Well, especially it's just like, you know, I mean, if you're if you're working within the same medium of like, you know, if if uh, I don't know, not that she's a great writer or whatever, but like 
Twilight, Stephanie Meyer, she kept doing vampire books, just like other vampires, right? You'd be like, okay. Well, you'd be like, well, this isn't as good as your other vampire book. So, this guy keeps doing romance movies. I think you're comparing it too hard. Really? Maybe. Maybe not. I, I mean, that's just that's just my. Uh, they felt very similar for sure. They did. Like, what if Ano did like another like mech show? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, granted, I mean, so it's like Shin Godzilla and Avon Galleon are both Tokusatsu technically, kaiju. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he does he does like a different approach with Shin Godzilla. Obviously, that's live action, so can't really do the same things as Avon Galleon. <laughs> Same song at a certain point, but yeah. I like it. I like your ex- explanation. All right. Uh, number 20. Ooh, okay. Are we really at 20? That doesn't feel right. Yeah. We've had a lot to say, Julie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> my Hero Academia. Okay. Is my number 20. And I, I got to say, I really liked it. So we're at that point where everything from here on out, I, I, I would start by saying I really liked it <laughs> and for kind of different reasons. But I could see myself liking this as a kid. Yeah, and, yeah, for sure. And I didn't think it was like too simple for like a kid's show or too complicated for like something else. Maybe it was a little slow to start, and maybe I wish there was like something that made me want to return to it more. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's something about it that doesn't make me think about it as much as some of the other stuff we've watched. And I think it's because I don't have like an affinity towards like superheroes. superheroes. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I feel like if I really like the X Men and cute stuff, because there's something kind of cute about the show. They're very, uh, they're very cutesy character designs. It's not like a googly-eyed Ninja Scroll. I think it's sort of playing on like superhero comics in that style. But and I and it, it was one of those shows where I was like, ah, we're not watching the next season. But like, I'm sure it gets better. <laughs> we're just, we're just not quite invested enough to. I'll be opposed to watching the, the next, next season. season. Yeah, yeah. But I remember it being good, and I remember being kind of like stoked to watch it. But alas. Alas. What do you got? Uh, number 20, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I really, you know, I, I <laughs> like Julie, I really liked it. We saw this one in the theater. That was kind of an optimal experience because- this- this was the problem with Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, is that we have not seen Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, that's that's part of it. But given that this was... So I wanted to kind of test a couple things. One of those being, we've never seen Jujutsu Kaisen. This is supposed to be a prequel to it. Right. Um, oftentimes, prequels to stuff, they don't really work. Because um, it's it's a prequel in the sense that you need to have the knowledge of these characters before you go into it. And it's like the exploration of those, you know, elements or whatever. Like if you saw, I don't know, like solo before, before any star Wars movie, (laughs) that was the first star (laughs) Wars movie you watched. I don't know if it would be good. Right. I think it would cheapen the later things. 
I, I did wonder sometimes I was like, are we just like not getting this bit or like, right. Are we not connecting to these characters because, because, uh, we should have already connected to them in this show. Right. I think for the most part in this show that the cast of characters is pretty different than the main show. But this, but Jujutsu Kaisen connected you to the characters in mu- in a much better way than like Dragon Ball did with like this exposition dump. <laughs> so therefore, yeah. I thought it was higher. Uh, but it deserved a higher spot for for just like effort. <laughs> I think um, I'm very curious. I'm sure we will watch the full version this year in 2023. Um, very curious how that will go because I can see like just based on what I've seen already, it's probably something I would really dig as a teenager. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so and I, you know, I thought the action was really good. I thought the um the main bad guy had like a really interesting character design and character in general. I like the relationship between the main character and like this girl he kind of had had forsaken, <laughs> who's kind of living as like a, a spirit. Is this the one that we saw a lot of? Um... Another one that we saw a bunch of cosplay of, the big, uh, the big backpack monster. Oh yeah, I guess <laughs> I so. saw two of them that were yeah. like the big white demon monster on their back. <laughs> I think it's this, right? I think so. Oh man, not totally sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I thought I thought it was uh, I thought it was good. It makes Respect. made me want to see more anime in theaters. Yeah, that is the optimal viewing experience. A thousand percent. Number nineteen. Uh, number nineteen is cat soup. <laughs> cat soup. <laughs> Pretty good for a, a half hour short. Yeah, I really liked it. I really liked it. I did too. Listen, just because this is something. So, if you don't know, I'm like in the photo industry and like the printing industry. Ooh. And one of the things that somebody said to me once was like. Just because a print is small, like an 8 by 10, doesn't mean that it's not worth as much as like a 40 by 60, you know? Like if sometimes something very small is like (coughs) meant to be like intimate and uh, like if you printed a small picture, like really big, it's going to have a different effect, but that doesn't change like the value of the piece, you know? Right. Uh, if anything, that adds to it. Like, why is it small? Like, why am I have to, like, approach it and, like, be so close to it? You know? So, like, same thing with, like, this. And maybe it totally ruins my theory on series having more value than, than a movie. But because this was really good. And it kind of, like, eclipsed a, co- a couple other things that were much longer than it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I thought it was... um and it had like no words. <laughs> it was it was it's truly an experience. I think it's it's almost hard to call it anime just because I felt like it was uh kind of so outside of it. But is it anime? Is this anime? Am I anime? <laughs> Am I anime? Is is cat is cat soup anime? Is Bobby anime? Can we put these guys in a soup. I just really liked it. I thought it was really creative. I did too. No, for sure. But it was also like 30 minutes, so like I, I would have watched an hour and a half of it, honestly. Yeah. It's would, like, would everybody do that? I don't know. And it's also it also begs the question, like, what would happen if this was... How was Cat Soup released? I don't know. Let me look it up. 
It's like a, a DVD. Like, is it just like posted on YouTube or something? I think that's how we watched it. I know, but like. Like what was the official release? I'm sure it was in some like kind of festival or something. Man. <laughs> I know something is good when you look it up and it's like, what happens at the end of Cat Soup? <laughs> oh, yeah. Ending explained. Yeah, ending explained. <laughs> Hi, I, I'm a dumbass. I need the ending explained. I just, I just Thank thought you. I just thought some of it was like really like visuals I've never seen before. It kinda reminded me of like Courage the Cowardly Dog a little bit, where oh, you're yeah. like, what's happening? I, that song was that, that movie. <laughs> what am I looking at? That sh- I like that I called it the wrong media <laughs> twice. Entirely. That show was I feel like was like sneakily um very surreal and, yeah. and weird. It's gonna want be one of those shows that like in 20 years, somebody's going to mention it as like, uh, like some kid is going to be like, I discovered <laughs> Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yeah, there's going to be some like YouTube video yeah. about it. Oh, I don't know. I can't find how it was initially released, but I'll look into it later. Yeah. Next up, let's keep it moving. Let's keep this <clears throat> train a moving. 19 words bubble up like soda pop. Our most recent watch. 18 words bubble up like soda pop. Yeah, me too. It was very sweet. It was really good, but it was it was very simple too, okay? Which is also like the Not a bad thing. The appeal of it. Yes, exactly. Not really a complaint, but uh it you is, know, sometimes it is what it is. sometimes the the simple story is the the way to go, you know, like not everything needs to be so complicated. Yeah. Like like Bobby. He's Bobby is our other cat who doesn't need somebody to st- <laughs> move the toy. He'll move it for himself. <laughs> when he moves it too much, he will scare himself. Yes. He's so good. This, it, this movie really was chill anime to study and relax to. Yeah. Another one that I would definitely recommend. It's a, it's a good one to show a friend if they're like open-minded. Yeah. If they don't like watch anime, but they don't hate it. Yeah, this is like a good a good one. They're I feel like, like I feel like that was my initial kind of search was like in, in the first round of anime that we watched, I was like, would I have watched this if one of my anime friends told me to watch it? If they're like alt enough, but they don't watch anime, but they're like open to it. Right. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh so my number eighteen is cat soup. Oh my gosh. We're, Look we're, at us. We're uh, we're really we're 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 ping ponging. <coughs> we're ping ponging the animation. Yeah, <laughs> good one. Thanks. Um, yeah, I mean, I I keep I keep thinking of like just like the image of of the cat like trying to like get the soul back at the beginning. Yeah, and like ripping it in half. Yeah, pretty solid. There's just like a, like those images and just like them. I keep thinking about the elephant. The elephant, <laughs> like the butcher. Yeah, that whole circus scene. Yeah. There's just so many like really just amazing scenes kind of. What was it? Yeah, like what what the fuck was it? I would watch it again, no doubt. It was just really short. Yeah. Uh number 17, Julie. Uh, I put Jujutsu Kaisen 0. Man, we are <laughs> Yep. Say same reason as you. I I don't have really much to elaborate. I think I kind of said my piece on that one. But what do you got? <laughs> can I just can I do that as an answer? What? <laughs> just be like I kind of already said it. I guess so. I and I agree with you. I want to watch the series for sure. Uh What makes a good action anime? <laughs> what makes a good action anime? 
Uh, there's got to be some depth to your action, meaning... Why was this better than My Hero Academia? Why was Jujutsu Kaisen better? Yeah. Uh, I like the style better. So, yeah, I think I think it, it comes with like the action anime. It really comes down to like your personal like, oh, do you like ninjas? <laughs> do you like pirates. magicians? <laughs> for, for me, do you like pirates? For me, it was the the setup for the characters. Uh, I was kind of invested in, and um, then they like throw in this. This panda, and you're like, <laughs> that, yeah, you're we, like, we should have mentioned the the fucking panda is, is uh, <laughs> that's my uh, animal, pro. animal, <laughs> your favorite, my favorite animal creature. Because <laughs> he's like kind of an asshole. He's like not like Mister Cuddly. He's a little sassy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, the uh, I, I'm kind of mixed up about it because like, would I have had a different viewing of it if I had watched the show first? Like, I maybe, but like can't reverse it at this point <laughs> right next up 17 wicked city wow you put that way up there huh? so i i think uh i think your enjoyment of the show will come down to uh i don't know how much you can stomach <laughs> sexual assault <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> which is like i mean it's fucked up because like i don't think i can stomach it you know like i I think i often get but you're able to separate it from like the time it was made and present day present time (laughs) yeah i think i think i can i i can do that and also just like i don't know i mean I, i thought i thought this was probably like maybe the most effective horror thing we've seen in that it really kind of merges the line between um like the horror elements are often so tied to the sexual elements right and it's like it's it's kind of like the show the the movie's thesis where it's like rare there's there's no real moment of like intimacy that doesn't come with some level of like horror to it until like the very end and even that's like you know there is like some sort of like other layer to it um so like there's you know whether it's like straight up um non-consensual situations or it's like the woman you think is is one person turning into a spider mm-hmm. or um you're like trapped in this woman's boobs and they're <laughs> melting you know I, I feel like every every instance of sex in that movie is like so tied to like this um <laughs> this other element to it that i thought was like really interesting and you know like i just i don't know like i i i, I uh I just realized, like, all the women in that show are, like, demons. Yeah, I mean, that too. It's like, all, yeah. Demons are victims. Right. Yeah. It's, I feel like there is, I feel like um, media for a while was just, like, men had just, like, it was, like, either no understanding or, like, just, like, an like an antagonistic relationship with women. And that just, like, kind of colored everything. I just think there was no input from like there was a woman's no, perspective. There was no woman in that studio when that came out, I would. Cause if, we, like, if we looked at the credits. Because, like, you can be edgy to a point, but then, like, well, you could also be edgy, like, towards the, the male characters in the show. Like, that right. would be that would be wild. That would be like, ah, now I'm conflicted about, like, everything I'm seeing in a weird way. Yeah, there's no... Uh... It feels very male gazy. <laughs> there, there's no criticism about. Um, Sorry. 
what what masculinity does. Sorry, not sorry. But I, I mean, I don't know if if you like weird horror stuff. You know, maybe give it a shot. Just uh, I don't know. So, yeah, trigger warning. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> just big trigger warning. Just be careful. On. Well, I wasn't ready. I picked that one. Yeah. You, <laughs> I was trying to find something really scary. <laughs> I oh. just didn't know that was the the uh, Richter scale. <laughs> right. <laughs> didn't realize it went so far. God. All right. Sixteen. Sixteen is Boogie Pop Phantom. Okay. So I said this while I was trying to craft my list. I had trouble separating a couple anime that we watched <laughs> a this few year. few anime we watched this year. Because were... stylistically, I felt they were very similar. And those were Boogie Pop Phantom, Technolize, Ergo, Ergo Proxy. Proxy. Yeah, I, I think they were- I needed a little bit of a show me it one more time <laughs> to we had, jog we my had memory. A, we had to rewatch the- uh... The intros. Yeah, I think, yeah. Boogie Pop to me was confusing. It's um, kind of like the X-Files of those three. I, yeah, and I'm not a big X-Files head. It is one where I think if I watched it again, I would like it better. Some shows are like that, man. Yeah, I think I think we watched er- Ergo Proxy in the perfect uh environment where like that was like the only show i think we watched where like we turn off the lights and like no phone ergo proxy or boogie pop ergo proxy oh okay so like i wonder if watching boogie pop under those conditions would how that would affect its placement on both our lists yeah because in my mind like reading the synopsis i would say i would should have liked boogie pop more than technolize yeah um or ergo proxy to be honest because of the kind of magical elements to it <laughs> uh, i'm very curious i do i do lean towards those things you're you're a magic head but uh <laughs> but there is something i am more of a head of is that a weird thing to say <laughs> and I'll, I'll explain that when we get to it looking forward to it <laughs> Looking forward to your opinions and evaluations, babe. Can't wait, babe. <laughs> okay, what do you have? Um, sixteen. I Porcaroso. Aw. I just want to uh, specifically the, the scene where he's he's uh seeing all the planes like fly to heaven. Oh yeah, that's is, is maybe like one of the best like single visuals of of the year, and it's just so um. I don't know, just like all the all the different nations, like planes all flying. It was just like a really it hits arresting image in that way. You know, it's like I think Mizaki's interesting because like I feel like it, he uh, there's obviously like political ideas and themes in in his work, but it, it's never like you know it's never like oh this is an American guy or whatever. This is you know this is like the the first like outwardly like this is like a he's like French right. Yeah, like this is like the first like or Italian, right? They're Italian, Porcoroso. sorry. Yeah, Rosso. <laughs> yeah, like, so this is like the first like character of, of a nationality, living in this like magic world, basically. But at the same time, it's like World War Two existed in this reality. You know, um, cats are. <laughs> Bobby just sprang out of nowhere. They'll just attack each other, like sneak attack. Yeah. <laughs> They like the ambush. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. I have the high ground. <laughs> yeah. Um sorry. 
And so, like, you know, like, I think it's interesting because, like, his dad was, like, a, like he grew up in, a, like, a plane factory. He's got a fascination with aviation. Yeah. So, you know, I think, um, you know, there's always some element of, like. Brings him inspiration. There's some. <laughs> God damn it. I'm at that point. <laughs> there's some element where, like, flight happens in all of Miyazaki's movies. But I think having an actual airplane pilot in this, I don't know. It, just, it was just very, it's very cool. Yeah, weirdly based in reality. Yeah. Next. 15. Up, I have Weathering With You. Nice. I liked it. I liked the concept of it. I didn't feel like it was that closely connected with your name, to be well, honest. I'm sorry. Um, Your name your name was better, but it because it, it, uh, it was more surprising, like the reveal yeah. of it. Whereas the reveal with this was more like sad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just sad. Right. Not like, there. I, I feel like your name kind of leaves you with this like lim- glimmer of hope that like. The ending of that movie is very. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this, this, um, this is kind of like a no way out kind of movie. Yeah. Uh, it's like when you get on the, the happy train <laughs> and you don't realize that uh the train's got to stop sometime <laughs> right it's not on a loop yeah the characters are not gonna stick around here but i like i really like this the premise of it and uh i felt like there was that that good underlying message to it as well uh that's what i like out of the anime that that we watch is like what does it leave me thinking about and feeling in like a practical sense and did i get it you know that's important <laughs> Where does um where does Shinkai, the director, where's he on your like the the anime uh, auteurs that we've become a fami- familiar with? Like, is he is he high up there for you? Like, do you like his work typically? Do you feel like we need to watch more? I think we need to watch more. Would ha- we've only seen your name in this, right? Yes, those other ones. Uh, five centimeters per second is like the first thing I remember hearing about him for. That's one that I've. I've wanted to watch for a minute too, but I felt like it was too similar, too similar. Uh, his style is a little overly done sometimes. I think like over, like like overcooked a little bit. Like, and maybe it's just like a mark of the style of it. He he loves anime in a yeah, way that yeah. I think he's a light guy, and I mean yeah. like he likes to show light and lens light flare and. And uh, reflecting surfaces with light. Yeah. Like, for better or worse, like, Mamoru Hosoda, Chiaki, Tanaka, Yuasa, Miyazaki, Ano. It's like, it's, they all do anime, but they also kind of lean into, I guess maybe Hosoda is, like, very kind of anime-based. But even him, like, he gets kind of weird with it and is, like, kind of, like, its own thing. Whereas, like, I feel like... um <laughs> just forgot just his, forgot his name forgot his name instantly i feel like shinkai really just plays in like the um the palette of anime characters which i think is mm. kind of interesting but yeah i hmm. get what you're saying i have to think about that more. i agree uh my number 15 and i'm fucking sorry but uh Yu-Gi-Oh. what yeah how dare you it's like i how dare <laughs> <laughs> how fucking dare you <laughs> 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 I mean, it's it's so hard because, like, I think Yu-Gi-Oh! was such a, a big part of my life and, like... Wow. I struggled with where to put Yu-Gi-Oh! too, but um, 
I you think, go ahead. I think, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. It's like, uh, you know, it's, I, I get the same feeling you do. I feel like where it's like, it's like a nice, it's like a, a comfort food kind of show, you know, where it's, it's, uh, it's just very fun and it's very silly in some ways. Um, I think because it's been a part of my life to some extent for so long, it's like, I think it just kind of exists in it. You know what I mean? And so I think there are certain things I watched this year that were totally new experiences that put it above Yu-Gi-Oh! Mm. Um, which I think is probably why it's maybe- uh, little... Julie, I'm an adult now. And I'm a, I don't watch those kid <laughs> shows anymore, Julie. If it makes you feel any better, it's not that much higher on my All right. list. Although it, it was very high at, at first. Interesting. At so first. our 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 top tens are, are kind of gearing up to be a little similar here. Yeah. Um. I'm sure the order is going to be like wildly different. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. You know, I, I I liked it. You know, it's it's a it's it's a fun experience. I mean, it's it's just so it's just fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. It's like it, <laughs> it it's very unapologetic about like it's a classic. Just convoluted card games and like. Attacking the moon and just it's a like classic baby Yugi boy and hey, I'm freaking Joey and yeah. you know all that stuff. It's, it's Kaiba. Yeah, it's it's so yeah. It's, it's just you will the, never defeat my blue eyes white <laughs> dragon. <laughs> I okay. still I I still do not understand like the uh, the <laughs> like I would, I would love to and R I P the creator. Oh, um, Jesus, yeah, big loss this year. This year shameful i would love to i would love to know the mechanics of like how you get cards in, in the first season because it's just so weird to me mm. julie yes. number 14 i put attack on titan season three <laughs> i also put attack on titan season three Did at 14 you? yeah yeah uh the story didn't end <laughs> didn't i thought i thought we were really i mean i guess i knew it wasn't gonna end uh finally got these like reveals feels like the real story kind of started yeah they were like okay sorry let's let's get back to the good the good juice the good juicy meat yeah (laughs) um (laughs) i don't know juicy titan meat (laughs) yeah let's see some titans eating some meat um because the show was such a shock. Like, season one was, like, so shocking to see. And, like, stylistically, uh, for me, I feel like the Titans are still so weird looking. Right. Although, I, I, and like I said with the season two thing, I think as a series overall, when we, when we finish it, we will finish it. Um, I think the entirety of the story is going to be very high in my mind you know <laughs> as like right. a really good series um but as like these pieces of the story uh i can't put it above like stuff that's like finished in my mind so what about you yeah i mean um i i liked how much they opened up the uh like the lore of everything you know i mean it's it's like all that I, background info i think part of the appeal of the first season was that you really don't know anything um, but that kind of wears off. I feel like, you know, it's like the more you kind of get into it, it's like, well, you're like, just tell me, you got to give us something <laughs> about this. Um, where are we going in dad's basement? I feel like was like such a, it was like the, the main hook I really wanted to kind of find out about for the longest time. Um, and, and now I just want to know what's on the, the island. Yeah. Yeah. No, now let's it's like, go. let's, let's fucking see what's happening. So 
Yeah, I mean, I thought that the the backstory is all really like nice and complicated and in and, and a good way. And yeah, I mean, I'm just um, the story's back on. Definitely, definitely back into it. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're we're closing in here. So, what's your thirteen? My thirteen is SSSS Dinozenon for no good reason. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. <coughs> Listen, when you're you... not you're not super into the SSSS series. Gridman, you were kind of. I feel I, like it was Gridman. Similar. I warmed up to so the and I know that you liked it a lot, but this I feel like these like it uh, it mm, it's like a sequel. Kind of in the same way that Fooly Cooly has a sequel. It's like not really connected story. It's a, like a whole new different story. Mm. Uh, but <laughs> but like in the same universe. So there's like shared these, characters. These return characters. But not really. Like they don't they don't you don't really need to know that they're from the last series to watch this, which is nice, I guess, but it just feels like they didn't they weren't sure that SSSS Gridman was going to be a hit, so they they uh, finished the story, and it was a hit, so now there's this new one. Yeah, that's all I got. I'm sorry. No, I mean, no. I know I, you liked it I, a lot. I, I respect your opinion. No, I mean, I think it's, I think, I think it's also. I, I really liked Gridman <coughs> more than this. I think part of our enjoyment, or part of my enjoyment of, like, Gridman and this is just, like, I think. In the context of like being into like the Tokusatsu Power Ranger shit, I think it, it gives you like it's like I ha- I, th- I feel like I have like a different read of some of it also, and so I think like it it's like it's nostalgic in a way that doesn't feel redundant or like it's just like kind of like referencing shit, like it's it's like doing this doing those things that. I feel like maybe I connected to as a kid, but like mm. recontextualizing it in like an interesting way. Um, but no, I mean, I, I get it. Yeah. What do you have? Uh, number 13, I have Boogie Pop Phantom. Got it. I really liked it. Um, I think there are a couple episodes that like really kind of stick with me. Um, like the, the nerd on his, like in his dating app and him like, um the the reality of of like this his like coworker blurring for him and that being like a really creepy situation and like just like the i don't know like the kind of um overarching narrative of like boogie pop in this world and you know what it was it was boogie pop and then there was another boogie pop yeah started to get confusing like i feel like it was like on a good trek but then they overcomplicated it at the end. Yeah, I, I think so too. I feel like um, I liked the I like the non boogie pop elements almost more. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I like the the kind of one off. Like boogie pop is like this like crypt keeper figure. Yeah, <laughs> I know I'm having a hard time with the show when I start googling stuff like while we're watching it. No, totally. <laughs> like, googling like who is boogie pop Phantom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like trying to like get ahead of the story almost because I'm like too confused. I'm too confused. The show is too complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but but I do like complicated shows sometimes. I just uh. This this uh yeah this wasn't it didn't rise to the highs of uh, some of the other ones yeah uh, what is your number twelve okay number 
12. I have the big O. Big O. Uh, which I I thought it I thought it balanced the episodic nature of the show with the like overarching series as a whole. And it I think we talked about it being very similar to Batman, which was a show that I've come to like through you <laughs> and uh you explaining it to me and showing it to me it's like some sometimes i feel like with shows like the big o you need somebody to like guide you <laughs> i do wonder sometimes like if i watched it by myself would i have the same experience as watching it with you mm. you know yeah and uh the stuff that hits my the top of my list is stuff that I could watch by myself. Right. No, it's a good that's a good way of looking at it. I feel similarly. I don't know if I would ever watch like Ride Your Wave by myself. Yeah. And I don't know like what my emotional connection to that would be. Without me being like, la la la, didn't you get that part? Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, that's kind of interesting. Like you kind of need that co- compatriot <laughs> right. on your journey sometimes to to have the the alternate perspective a little bit or to have just like a different take yeah just like a slightly different reading sometimes helps you get more invested in it or you know sometimes you say something to me like while we're watching like you you said something to me while we were watching white lotus and i was like oh <laughs> you know what i say uh i don't want to spoil white lotus oh about daphne no, no, I think you were like, I forget what you said, but. I want to I know my moments of genius. I did it to you, too. Though. Yeah, yeah, you definitely do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just put, you. somebody's there to like connect the dots a little bit more. Totally. It's really helpful to like talk about <laughs> what you're watching sometimes, not just live in a bubble. <laughs> that's why I like, just that's, why I, that's why I like this podcast is like, I hope that sometimes people uh like watch whatever and they want to know if they got it all or like just not even that like just have like a different take like yeah and then you know i love getting like responses from people yeah definitely anyway let's start a dialogue (laughs) let's start a dialogue about my number 12 which is tatami galaxy oh I love Tatami. I really liked it too. Um, <laughs> it was so good. Why did they talk so fast? It was so hard to read. <laughs> and it's like it's like that's like part of the uh, the appeal. I mean, like I just it's just like such a, a uh, like a fun like I I would I would definitely rewatch this one. Like I think maybe more than most of the other ones to some degree, just because like I don't know, just like all of like the little him being like oh. I'm going to join the bee cult <laughs> or like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to become all about money. His alternative realities. I don't know why, but it reminded His me of like Tommy galaxy. Reminded me of like Charlie Brown almost. Oh yeah. I he is such a good character. I can't fully explain it, but just like this, like naivety of like, you know, like, like the audience knows that he's going to learn a lesson at some point or like <laughs> the thing he wants to do is not going to work out. And he's so, such a blank slate. Yeah, he's he's a blank slate, and it's it's just like total like you know, as the viewer, it's like yo, this is like not gonna. This this was humor that hit for you. Yeah, hundred percent. Like this is definitely hit for me too. Yeah, 
I don't know. Like, I, I feel like there's a, there's a line between ridiculousness and absurdist. Yeah. I like, I like ridiculous. I don't like absurd. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly <Yeah>. different. <laughs> like, ridiculous is like, um, in my mind, it's like reality exaggerated. <laughs> I, I like I absurd like absurd could not exist in reality. Yes, I like when you hear the internal monologue of somebody like in in such like an insane way. Yeah, <laughs> like Tim's character in On Cinema is ridiculous. Right, not absurd because it can't exist. Yes, but yeah, loved it. Loved it. All right, number eleven, and then we're gonna take a little break, and we'll come back to wrap it up well, and with a few superlatives that will uh... and we've got a little surprise for those that have made it this far yeah number 11 for me is Jojo's Bizarre Adventure damn <laughs> tie up I know you put it so low John <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad <laughs> no I mean like I, I don't think it was a bad show I, I, I just don't think that it's a show for John it, 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 was, a, it was a show for John yeah <laughs> that's a good way to put it but you know what it was? It was a show for Julie. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. Sometimes I feel like, you know what was happening to me while I was watching JoJo's? Is I was smiling the whole time. Yeah, no, it was definitely. <laughs> you would look over and I would just be like grinning. You'd just be cracking up. I and... think it was simultaneously like making you watch JoJo's and knowing yeah. that you... <laughs> it's just, just a nightmare for you <laughs> to have to watch it. That I'm like suffering. <laughs> Yeah, God. not that I'm like laughing at your suffering, but I like think that's, I mean, like, I wasn't that's a suffering, strong but, yeah. word. But um, <laughs> you know, I feel like I was that kid. You were making the voices, and you were like, "Ha ha, I was, I, was on, I was on board with it, like <laughs> fucking arc. as as a little Julie bird. I would, I I would probably find this hysterical. Yeah, um, as a as a fully grown, you know me, Julie Eagle. You know me. I love a funny voice. <laughs> yeah, um, this, is, I mean, this is like SpongeBob meets like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> no, uh, I think I think to some degree it kind of was. It felt like anime on steroids or something, right? <laughs> and uh, or like turned up to eleven rather. Yeah, and it didn't bother me at after a certain point. And uh, I th I thought it was I thought it was starting to get a little smart on me. Like it was playing with my expectations for like how are you gonna survive this? And then I I gotta say like I was really surprised at the ending and the realization of how this story was being told. Right. Because uh you know you hear JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. JoJo's the main character. But JoJo is not the main character in season two. No spoilers. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> like, I didn't realize that there was going to be, like, these time jumps. So I'm sort of, like, anticipating how I'm going to feel about, like, the next season and the, the next, next season. The next JoJo. <laughs> right. You know? And I like it. I like that that structure for storytelling. Uh, it doesn't always have to be, like... You know, it's just different from what I'm used to, and I'm on board. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I totally. I'm on board, you <laughs> rap scallion. <laughs> I, I would not, I would not call myself a JoJo hater. Okay, I, good. I, I would just see, I would just say that, like, because my next pick is. <laughs> 
season two. <laughs> I don't Jar know. Jar Jar Binks's. I just think like I'm wacko I'm, journey. I'm just like on a slightly. <laughs> I don't know, like, I'm just, like, in a slightly different uh, mode or something. I'm just way cooler than usually. No, that's not it. Okay, what's next? 11, Avatar Last Airbender. <laughs> so I had... You didn't even watch it all. <laughs> I feel like I had you didn't a... didn't even watch it all. I had a Julie-like quandary where maybe I overthought something, but I was, like, overthinking, like, wait a second... I almost should, said to you, should we even put this on the list? Because I was like, should Avatar should Avatar beat out the, the hard work of our Japanese friends I had that in the anime too. industry? Should this Nickelodeon Bakugaijin work <laughs> be in the top 10 anime you, you said no. of the year? And I said, no. And I My said answer yes. is no. <laughs> Seeing as next up is 10. So That said, it's a great show. Surprising show. It really took a lot for you to come around. I mean, just like, I, I think like compared to the, uh, the kid aimed anime that we saw this year, I'm thinking like My Hero Academia mm-hmm. and just like what this does differently and like how it... Um, not that like uh, my hero academia was like patronizing or whatever to kids, but like I don't know, like this show like really doesn't. Um, it's got some depth. There's some depth, and like it really doesn't like hold back on like you know the kind of character trauma and kind of like you know these these characters going through really big feelings and emotions and trials and stuff, and like I don't know, it's just it's um, like it's like if uh, Hey Arnold was set in. <laughs> avatar land <laughs> i mean it, it it is like yeah i mean hey arnold is is definitely there's like definitely that dna running through it to some extent where it's like yeah you have this show that's like you know kind of about it's like it's like telling you a lesson in a non-corny way i realized nickelodeon was kind of like that show like that network that like pushed shows with a little bit of an emotional depth because hey arnold was on Nick. Uh, As told by Ginger yeah. was on Nick. You remember that? I do. Um, I mean, SpongeBob was on Nick, but there, hey, there's some there's there some messages some, in SpongeBob. I mean, that was like the early the early gateway into <laughs> Rugrats. I feel like I feel like Nickelodeon really excelled at the the show directed to kid like in with a, a gentle touch in, with a gentle touch <laughs> in, in an attempt to like here like learn something or like yeah here's something not in like a pbs way (laughs) right whereas pbs was like abc and cartoon (laughs) network was kind of like hey kid here's like sugar yeah (laughs) cartoon network was like recess yeah um although recess was on abc Oh, <laughs> or Disney. I thought it was on Nick, but whatever. No, it was like a, it was a uh, it was a Disney. I think I think Recess was like a bunch of like the old Harold writers it like moving on, on a different show. Um, but yeah, I mean Avatar, really good. I think I got in my head a little too much about the ranking, so it's at number eleven. But <laughs> I mean, it was definitely one of the best things I saw this year, which is like shocking. It was Disney. Yeah. Recess was on Disney. Yeah. All right. All right. We will take a break and be right back. Which After these won't messages, we'll be right back. Welcome back. Just like that, we're back. Hey, these are an absolute gauntlet for us. So thank you so much for listening. As always, 
Uh, this is like such a treat for us to be able to do this and have even just one person listen and respond. <coughs> really, really makes our year. Uh, yeah. Getting to see people at the convention was huge this year. And we just want to say thank you for your support. The show is possible thanks to viewers like you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's totally a passion project for us. So um, right now, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, soon we're we're making the big bucks. <laughs> we just love to do it. So uh, thank you so much for listening. And on that note, we decided to do something a little bit fun this year, a little bit fun, and we've got some like honorable mention slash. Superlatives. superlatives. No, they're, they're superlatives. <laughs> All right, whatever. Honorable mention would be like... Be like, you Pokemon didn't even make the list. <laughs> yeah, you've honorably mentioned uh, Magikarp. <laughs> the Magikarp short. Watch the Magikarp short. <laughs> so first up... But we've got three categories. Best intro, best girl, and best boy. Yep. Uh, and I mean, it just means like, you know... Isn't that like a thing? Like, yeah, oh my best gosh, girl. she's like best girl. Yeah, it is. It just means like it's your favorite character, right? I'd say so. I don't know if it's like the hottest girl or whatever, but I kind of took it to just mean like. My fave. My fave. I have like a my fave and like my, uh, oh, we'll, we'll get to it. Where do we start? Uh, let's do best theme. All right. Best theme of the year. According to Julie. According to me. Is the cowboy bebop intro. <laughs> the cowboy bebop intro. Is same for you? John's uh, best <laughs> intro of the year, Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> <laughs> I think I realized that I actually like listen to that song. Like it's like in my rotation. Yeah, Spotify, no, it's like so. <clears throat> part of me wanted to give some some shout extra out love. to to some of the other ones that really caught my heart this year. But once just, I realized Cowboy Bebop was in the mix, you just you just can't take it away. It's so fucking cool. Yeah. It encapsulates everything about the show like instantly. It's jazz, baby. It's jazz. It's just a really good song. Yeah. Like, honestly. Uh, some other like honorable mentions for me. <laughs> uh, had, it had to... There was like a, a moment where I thought I was going to give it to uh, Boogie Pop Phantom. Yeah. Um, a just, weird one, just but because, a cool one. Just because of like how cool it is. Um, Rent a girlfriend also <laughs> had a pretty good intro. Rent a girlfriend set to uh, this uh, set to lock it up by no pressure <laughs> is my favorite here. Yeah, kind of the whole the whole uh, story of it. Yeah. It's it's very poppy. It's very in your face. Um, yeah. I think my Red other like an AMV. I like the Godzilla singular point intro. Oh, that was a pretty good one. And then um, the only other one I got to shout is Ur- Ergo Proxy's intro. Ergo Proxy's outro, I think, is is uh, easily one of the best. I mean, it's hard to beat fucking Radiohead. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh sh- oh okay, you got you got Radiohead. Okay, <laughs> it just it just really kind of makes it seem. Like big, I don't know. All right, what about uh, best girl? Uh, Who'd you put for best girl? I had a tie. Oh Jesus, couldn't decide. Couldn't decide. This was a hard pick for me. I I I couldn't decide between anybody. The best girl was Belle. Oh, that's what I put. Yeah. (laughs) And then uh, Suzu. That's her real name. Yeah, and then uh, the 
the wild card pick. I picked uh, Mommy from uh, Rent a Girlfriend, the blonde. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Best girl. The blonde, because, you know, I, I like a. Listen, I, I love a girl who you wants to ruin your life. You know? <laughs> okay. Not you. But, like. It's a weird thing that, to say to your wife. <laughs> I mean, it's just like a good. It's a good personality type. All right. In fictional uh, content. She's good. Girl who wants to like <laughs> just put your life to a, a halt <laughs> and like and then and then leave you in the dust. Like Tommy. Or or uh She's she's first in her world. Yeah. Uh right. Suzu. It's it's yeah Suzu. genuinely the best uh She is the best girl. Yeah. She realizes that not only does she have the most beautiful singing voice and her avatar is really beautiful <laughs> but she learns that she doesn't have to hide behind the avatar she can just be herself and people will love her anyways Dang it. oh i love bell yeah bell the sleeper hit sleeper hit was not expecting it to be uh to be so impactful so damn good but yeah and for best boy the uh, award goes to i want to hear yours zuko here <laughs> Oh, that's, that's a good one. Hey, Zuko here. Uh, you know, I heard I heard what you said, you know, about Avatar and that, you know, don't want to don't want to give I the mean, top spot Zuko to uh, Bakugaijin, so I I thought, you know, I agree with that a little bit, but the character Zuko is pretty fucking Prince good. Zuko is uh cannot cannot go unmentioned that that character hits home so so seriously and it's like you know he's kind of, kind of cutie he's kind of a cutie yeah. cutie boy he cuts, he, off he cuts off the ponytail he's grows doing his hair good. out he's making he's very tea emo. he's got uncle Iroh, you know like kind of goes hand in hand and uh you know this is one of my favorite shows so yeah. that's a good pick <laughs> all right who you got joey wheeler Jo- you put Joey Wheeler as best boy. Oh, that's cute. I didn't know I had another tie. <sighs> Joey Wheeler and then the Tatami Galaxy protagonist. Uh, well, what's his name? <laughs> he doesn't have one. Oh, right. I, was, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I like it. Joey Wheeler mostly joking. I mean, m- Mommy is mostly joking. I mean, jo- Joey Wheeler is like the ultimate, like, the, the homie. Give him his roses. Homie, he's he's like, hey, oh, yeah, Yug. hey, Yug, whatever you say, buddy. I'll do Joey Wheeler voice all day. Yeah, <laughs> just just amazing. Just to feel good. Yeah, and the Tatami Gal, like, I feel like, I feel like the Tatami. He reminds me of some of your friends. Oh, the the Tatami Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. A, a certain uh, <laughs> fraternity, <laughs> little. Yeah, but yeah. like in a good way. Yeah, no, I mean he's like he's like the ultimate um the endearing qualities. I feel like he's like the ultimate like uh id of like a lonely not that my not that he is. <laughs> no, we're talking to be clear. Here. Uh but like in general of like being alone and like trying to make friends and like oh, I'll get into fucking bicycling this this year. Yeah. Yeah, just in the the sort of like internal monologue, like my 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 uh, reminds imagined, me of your brother. Yeah, yeah, it's like my imagined internal your brother, monologue. To, to be to be clear, David, <laughs> you're digging yourself into a hole. Sorry. All right, was that fun? Do we, it was, did we it was like fun. that? I like that. Right, so we tried to do like waifu of the week for a minute, 
I just but that was, I didn't care enough about you didn't care enough. <laughs> you know. So it would have been the same people like week after week. Should I give my number ten first since you or should you give your number ten first? I'll go. All right. Number ten. <laughs> my number ten is Technolai. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't think I liked it. Remembered that I did like it a lot. And I touched on this earlier. The other thing that is, uh, you know, I like magic, but you know what I like more than magic is uh, any sort of dialogue on the future and the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which Technolize totally taps into, like, the dystopian, dystopian future. I, I Nothing gets me going like the dystopian future trope yeah because i love to imagine it and i love like different takes on it i think i think technolize is the most like nihilistic anime that we've watched probably and i love the idea of the singularity and and what would that even there's look like, there's like? like pointlessness to living like even like the thing you're reaching for is ultimately like an empty shell yeah, it's a little sad though. <laughs> it is no, it really. It, it's a little too sad for it's my. A, it's a very heavy show to watch for my palate. <laughs> no, I totally agree. I think it's um. But I would watch it again. Weird enough. I think I think moving away from it, same same effect as uh the other Chiaki hit Serial Experiments Lane, moved away from like I think like the farther I, I get away from it, the more I enjoy it. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's a it's a good one. Very gray, but very. But when you do get to the color, it's like, wow, this this sucks. This hurts. <laughs> Didn't know you were going to hurt me today. All right, yeah. what, do you, what do you have as 10? Number 10, I have Rent a Girlfriend. Oh, right. <laughs> um, okay, explain yourself. <laughs> I, um, I've always imagined uh, a group of women. <laughs> listen, as I can really see myself in I, the character. Am, am I right, fellas? <laughs> um, I don't know. I... I, I uh, so I, I think there's like a a, a a criticism of the show that's kind of consistent right now, which is that like there's like kind of no end in sight for it, which I think is fair. It seems like they're going to try and like drag it out the longer it goes. Um, I think in this season and this like grip of the manga I read versus a lot of like the other uh, harem anime that we've watched and feel free to disagree here i felt like the women in it had like a lot more agency and control over kind of like their yeah, they did. themselves than in a lot of the other ones and so i think that makes it it's like a harem anime right but it's also you but know is it but right it's like you know and he like does he straight up like doesn't hit it off with like the the quiet girl mm -hmm. like they're kind of friends and like the kind of you know go on like a fake date or whatever but like at least in this part, like there's there's no romance in that. And then his, you know, where it's like, I think like in the other harem anime, it's like, which girl am I going to choose? Like, yeah. hmm. You know, I think like this one, it's Whereas like. Whereas it's like, he's got to work for it if he's going to end up with anybody it's <laughs> like at he's, this point. Right. There's that. And it's like, I think the show's pretty straight up in that like, you know, it's going to be him and the main character because like they, they have like the most like genuine kind of relationship. Mommy is like this, like is like his ex girlfriend who like, admittedly doesn't like him, but like is like she likes that he likes her, her, and is is like starting to get kind of like jealous of like the situation where he's like around other women, and then there's um, 
the girl who works at the karaoke who is sort of um he's you know i I still like i don't fully get her character but like you know the main character seems like a a conduit for something bigger for her Mm -hmm. um and you know like I, i think like the way the characters interact with each other like the scene with the the main girl and mommy at the karaoke where like she's kind of like being like really like uh aggressive towards her and is like saying some like pretty like Mm. mean shit it's just like i I just felt like the characters are a lot like this is like what i would hope that like a harem anime would be Mm -hmm. or like this is like what i would hope that like this would be where it's like it's a little complex there's complexity and it's not just like oh i fell into your boobs today sorry or like oh there wasn't that much of that was there There really wasn't either like it was it was pretty like straight up and i I don't know like i can't remember I felt like in in that genre, I I, I found it very fun. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody loves a twist. Everyone loves a twist. A twist on a classic. But yeah, Avatar Eleven, Rent a Girlfriend Ten. Yeah, you're on one, but okay. All right, my number nine, number nine. is. I'm trying not to make a game time decision and switch these, but um, ah, whatever. The Tatami Galaxy. Nice. I really liked the Tatami yeah, Galaxy. Yeah, no, I yeah. And I know I just talked about it with uh with your best best boy superlative. I keep but... thinking about like the color of it. Yeah, this it's one of those shows that now I know the ending, I want to go back and watch it again. And that is not something that happens to me very often. <laughs> yeah. But it's giving it's you know if you know us you know we're big twin peaks heads and it gave me the the twin peaks itch a little bit and where i was like now that i watch know, it yeah i want to hear it again and uh why do your arms bend backwards to tommy galaxy protagonist <laughs> yeah that that character and sort of that struggle along the way and i really want to know more about the the his like friend character it just seems like steeped with uh, metaphor or something. Yeah, no, totally. But also, with that, but also, it was really fun and funny. Although, I do have to say, it fell into the trap of okay, we're doing the same bit again, a little bit. Was... Which is why it didn't quite eclipse. Yeah. Some of the the heavy hitters on the list. I would say at least in this one, it's not like every every like choice that he does at the beginning of the episode kind of takes him on like a different. You know, he it's like every episode is like him doing some kind of choice to like how he's going to spend his college years or whatever. Um, but at least it's like one will set him up as like the antagonist of this world. Yeah, one will set him up as like you know uh, a naive like guy who got tricked into something yeah one will allow him to meet like this i I like to the intertwining of characters too that like the same characters would show up even if you took a different timeline or something he still ends up with like the older woman who he thinks he's gonna have sex with but then yeah it's like not she's like drunk and it's not like a kosher yeah yeah little things uh all right number a nine for you. Uh, Inuo. Inuo. <laughs> oh wait, sorry. Inuo. 
Inuo. Um, yeah, the other <laughs> Uasa thing. Um, fuck, I mean, it was just so good. <laughs> like, it was just like. It was an epic I think opera. This year, I feel like if there's like one theme of like the things we like really liked of a couple of the movies, it's like the, you know, I don't know if I would call them musicals, but I'd say that music was like a central focal point to both of them. Yeah. And they both were actually like the music was actually good. Yeah. And I feel like this was like some kind of like David Bowie, feudal Japan, <laughs> psychedelic, just like trip of, you know, performance and stardom. And now that I'm really thinking about it, Inuo could have been best boy for me. Yeah, no, for uh. sure. Yeah. Um, You know, just, just uh, I don't know, just really... It, it does a th- <laughs> as like dumb as the sounds is like it does a thing and it just kind of commits commits to it and just like finds ways to like make it bigger mm. really fit as like a movie and as like you know what an insane concept man yeah no i mean it's like I, I feel like as a kid i would have like this fantasy of like um going back to like the 60s and playing like uh i don't know like taking back sunday music for people mm-hmm and then like becoming like <laughs> really famous or like that that one like Beatles movie. <laughs> right, imagine. <laughs> where everyone forgets the Beatles and he's like the only one who can play the songs. Yeah. But it's like taking like that idea of like rock music to a time where there's no basis for it and it's like you know all these like kind of traditional musicians and kind of running against that. It's just such a like a crazy setting for it. I just I don't know. Mm. I haven't seen anything like it, I guess. Yeah. Oh, 100%. You ready for number eight, baby? I feel like I've said baby a lot in this, and I apologize already. Okay, don't be mad. Let's hear it. Uh, Ergo Proxy. (coughs) Honestly, I was shocked that it's like on your top ten. I know. Me too. But It's pretty good. In hindsight, it was pretty good. It was really good. And it was... A little bit heady. Same with technicalized. Like it's a little heady, but like I like heady stuff. <laughs> it, it's heady in a in a good way, not you know, like a pretentious way. It was one where like it took a minute for me to like figure out what was happening, and maybe I had to Google a, li- a little bit. But like I've got Google. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. I'd rather I'd rather enjoy it than be mad and confused. Totally. No, I mean I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And it had one of the like craziest uh, unexpected episodes. That game show episode changed everything for me because like, I was like, "This is just another like one of the one of these shows." Like we're we're doing the we've got the Evanescence girl, you know, yeah. like. But but the reveals weren't like so far gone for me, and um, yeah. Yeah, that and then the game show episode really was. I was like, I it like woke me up, and I was like, okay, let's see it, let's see the rest. You know, not the most satisfying ending. Maybe I would put Tatami Galaxy above it, like in hindsight, but because I would probably, if I had to choose, I would rewatch Tatami Galaxy. I really like the ending, but here we are. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad that you liked. Uh, I'm glad that Ergo Proxy cracked your top ten. That's cool. Uh, it, if it wasn't for you, it probably wouldn't have, but. It's the beauty of uh, sharing Being things in love. with others. <laughs> yeah. 
It's the beauty of being live. What do you have for number eight? Uh, number eight, I have Technolize. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, sort of, surprising. sort of like what we talked about before. I don't know. I, I found the narrative of. I think like initially some of the things that kind of turned me off were just like it, it was a little maybe too convoluted or complicated of like you have like this like Yakuza storyline and then you have like you know kind of like this like overworld underworld kind of things playing off of each other but I mean you know now that I'm like removed from it it just uh I don't know I just I, I feel like all of like the pieces added up to like this kind of overarching um when they get to the surface, yeah. When they get to the surface, it just like it just makes you real like I think a lot about um like what William Shatner said after he like saw like the moon mm. or like after he went in like space and just like getting like kind of depressed about it. And I feel like on some level it's like that where it's like <clears throat> you have this idea that like life is so much better or you can like work your way out and like it'll get to this point where it's like incredible, but then like they do and it's like you know, everyone's just like a shell of themselves. They're like old. It's just like a really, a really kind of depressing reality. And yeah, it's not like the most like feel good anime, but in terms of like, it's like message or scope or whatever, I feel like it's, it's like the most successful at like conveying that vision and, you know, just, just kind of, um, I don't know. It's, it's like very effective in what it does. Yep. Yep. All right, you ready for what's next? Yep, number seven. Number seven, I put, and this was a struggle. Yeah, we're getting we're getting to the uh, getting to the struggle bugs. I put Yu Gi Oh. I see a little snuggle bug here. Wow. <laughs> Which honestly, I seriously had in my top my top <laughs> it spot. Could've, for, could have been number one. Yeah, it really was number one for a minute, and um, I thought about it. I reflected, and um, you know it's old, it's nostalgic. You we got, watched it, it as points. kids. It got old points for sure, <laughs> and it was you know it was a really good show, funny, complicated, but a little lighthearted maybe. It was the right amount of silly. I think maybe I talked about dub. it. I think I talked about it on the episode that this is one of those shows that I return to when I'm sick. Yeah. Um, because it's kind of easy to watch. And for that reason I like it, right? But it's like It's hard it's hard to untangle that sometimes with like, well, why do I like this? Like, is this Yeah. This is good. <laughs> it is. It is. You know, Pegasus as a villain, so solid. Yu-Gi-Oh! gets a little weird with his backstory, maybe. Uh <laughs> I'm and, the Pharaoh. I, and I gotta say, like, once I finish this the this storyline I'd never continue on. <laughs> Battle <laughs> City just not, yeah. Like it's solid, and I think that's a that's a plus side to me for for me that uh, it's like you know the storyline ends and I'm good. Although there is a lot more story for Yu Gi Oh. I feel that way about like Pokemon sometimes too. Like if I watch a couple episodes, I'm usually good. Yeah, there's no need to. I mean, we tried we tried doing like um. The, the the series and and kind of doing like a couple episodes at a time but it like really yeah it's there's not really a, a reason to do the whole thing yeah. i don't know maybe yeah. one day but it's it's so solid that how could i not put it in my top 10 yeah your turn <laughs> yugi boy uh <laughs> your move <coughs> yugi oh 
Number seven, Belle. The Belle de Ball. Um, so good. It was so good. <laughs> um, I'm so glad we saw it in the theater. Part of me, like, uh, the, uh, the the voice actors for Belle was at Anime NYC. Oh, really? She did, like, I guess she did, like, a show the Friday uh, night. Oh, yeah. I been... remember seeing that. <clears throat> oh, well. We did not get tickets. We did not. In time, <laughs> like, that would have been cool, but we learned a lot at the convention. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's like a... It's interesting how I feel like Hosoda goes for, you know, the kind of fairy tale. Like, he, he does Beauty and the Beast, right? And then kind of takes it in his own direction, like, takes it, like, a step in laterally. Um, mm-hmm. And resulting in, you know, Bell being... Uh, there's there's like this streamer element there's like this internet element there's um, mystery man mystery man there's a man of mystery uh there's like the romance plot which like i like how hasoda kind of like dances around romance and his stuff where it's like not really like the point of it like there's some of it if you want it but like not necessarily because like the the overall point is like he wants to explore you know kind of different ideas or you know, the main thing he wants to promote is like not necessarily central to like love or whatever. It's more, it's more self love, I guess, mm-hmm. and, and a corny way of saying it. Man, it is very fun petting Bobby. <laughs> Bobby decided to plop down and it's just being. He's being a cuddle bug. He's being a big cuddle bug. We're trying to finish the episode, Bobby. He's we, like, we got big, big things. Big things. All right, uh, next on my list is Inuo. We're at that point where we're bouncing back and forth, like yeah. a couple spots different. Uh, uh, Inuo was just like something I've never seen before. Like it was so like unique that uh, and uh, and stylistically different and uh, really evolved on some level. I think like as in in terms of like what anime can do in in a movie setting i was just stoked about it when i left yeah no it, i felt i felt yeah it was just very high off of it it was like what did i just watch <laughs> yeah. that's kind of how i felt when we left i was like what what was that that was awesome <laughs> yeah it was like it, i wasn't ready always go into a movie with zero expectations <laughs> try to forget the trailer yeah sometimes it's unavoidable but but if you can if you can avoid the trailer and then like forget about it, more power to you. Yeah. Let's see. My number six is Big O. Um, you liked it. I really did. You know, it's like I found it, and we'll talk about it later as it appears on our lists. But I felt like it had like a real kinship to like Cowboy Bebop and and like these kind of like one offs that kind of riff off of like a central I don't know like story trope or something like that. Whereas like cowboy bebop kind of plays with like western and sci-fi and and you know those kinds of things this was like you know like noir i mean although <laughs> cowboy bebop does that too like the kind of like noir slash like some of the mecca stuff you know obviously like the batman influence felt very real um and i just i don't know like i, I found i found the world very uh i like I really like the the Art Deco like Batman Darkness World. Yeah, yeah. Of like the big city that's like kind of like a little too old in some way. Even though like this world is like kind of like, you know, something weird about it as you learn as you get through the show. But yeah, I mean it's like Batman with a giant robot and it's it's very cool. Yeah. 
Totally. Next on my list is Bell. <laughs> Number five? Yeah. Yeah, this top was five. An, this was another one that I really considered putting above everything else, just to make a point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that it was, like, that good. It was that good. But, but yeah, it really affected me. It was really, like, a story that I didn't, I didn't see where it was going, but I liked where it ended. Yeah. Like, um, just the right amount of twists and turns, right, the right amount of, like, fantastical elements but it was also like ingrained in this like avatar world <laughs> and it so there was it, it combined the two things that i actually really like like magical elements and the internet <laughs> yeah no it, it the internet of things right yeah, yeah. in a in a really in a, in a musical and a musical like things i like <laughs> that that don't necessarily go together going together I don't have any really like knocks to it, too. Like I don't have I really, anything yeah. bad to say about it. Like I really love the main long. villain. Could have been maybe twenty minutes shorter. Okay, <laughs> that's like nitpicking. <laughs> no, I don't think. I think. I think it was perfect. To be honest, oh, this guy's perfect. Nothing bad to say. Yeah, I mean, um, I can't get over like how good like the songs were. Yeah, what a good message. I I love a message. Yeah, I can't. I can't help it. It's a message that wasn't uh, that wasn't corny. Bobby knocked the tissue box off my off my leg just to do it. The message wasn't corny. You know, it was it was truly truly felt um, sincere in its message and and just like the story it wanted to tell and everything. So yeah, I mean, I can't. Uh, it was great. It was great. It was great. And you know, you were you were. You were mad about my scale, but Inuo and Bell came out this year, got zero points for longevity, and they made the top five. Yeah. So, like, you know. Shut up, John. <laughs> yeah, I was about to be like, shut up. <laughs> Stop complaining about my scale. My scale is perfect. Yeah, I mean. It works. It's, it's pretty works good. Un- unbiasedly. Yeah. All right. So, like, aren't. Okay, there's, there's going to be some different ones, I guess. And I think there's. Are we in top three? We're in top four. Top, top five. Uh, Wait, what's your five? My five is S S S S Dinosaur on. Oh, you liked it. I really liked it. Um, I I don't know, like the the, I feel like that and Gridman, kill kill aside, this is like this is where, <laughs> uh, Studio Trigger's magic is right now. I feel like mm. it's like playing on a trope, playing on a trope, um, using existing media and kind of changing it up. In a, in a, in an interesting way, like I like I like what um, <laughs> the same way that the Netflix like Devil Man Crybaby movie was like so like out there and used like this existing property to like mm. totally do something different. I mean, it's using like this like kind of throwaway Ultraman ripoff um, to kind of explore <laughs> ideas of like I don't know to like kind of kind of do like the Sentai Tokusatsu stuff like right with like characters that. You, you actually kind of connect to and, and have like a lot like, you know, more than just like, oh, Jason's like the leader. Billy's <laughs> the nerd. Uh, Kimberly's the, and the pretty girl. And when we combine, <laughs> we make a robot. <laughs> yeah. It's like the, the characters have a lot kind of going on. And I'll be the right leg. <laughs> yeah. I'll be the right leg. You know, and, and the villains too, you know, like I, I think the villains all had 
you didn't want to see them like get like annihilated you know like it's yeah i don't know just it in the the action felt very kind of real to like the like the weight of these things and the way that um you would see this in like a show or something so i it's just like there's a lot of a lot of things just made it you know an, another really good i think gridman might have been a little higher for me yeah last year but you know this is still really really solid and connects with you on a on a deep level on the, a nostalgic level the the uh the scene where he's running at the uh in like the mirror worlds or whatever and he like cracks it and sees the girl that was such like a, a, a perfectly animated scene mm-hmm. memorable <laughs> memorable all right number four all right i'm looking at my list and i i'm making another game time oh decision <laughs> because this feels insane so i'm just gonna do it um like my list feels insane so number four we have uh, I, I hate this i just want to say like we have uh I think our top four are, are, are identical except for one floater. One floater that <laughs> I think I'm about makes to say total right sense for both of us. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay, good. And that floater is... Well, I, I don't know if this is the floater, but... I'm, so I'm conflicted because I think I might enjoy... I'm putting Avatar The Last Airbender at four because although I think I might enjoy it more... I can't possibly put it, put it. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have said anything. I can't possibly put it above um, what comes next in my <laughs> list. Is... So I think it would really. I think it would be rude. <laughs> I, I think it would be fucked up. You'd be you'd be the Baka Gaijin forever. Because I really like Avatar: The Last Airbender, and and rewatching it in this this time. Um, really reminded me why i liked it so much yeah. like as a kid and i mean as a teenager and and uh how 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 much it kind of like affected everybody you know that watched it uh, yeah no it was... it was one of those shows that everyone finally felt like they were being taken seriously but it was still there were still lighthearted elements to it but the lighthearted elements were equally coupled by really heavy moments yeah and it was like Probably my first introduction to like scary stuff, like the owl is really scary, and like the face stealer is scary, the blood witch is scary. Yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't, it doesn't leave you. Good children's feeling... media should have scary stuff. I totally agree. Yeah, and I just think Zuko's storyline is Zuko uh, the movie. That's what it should be. I just it, no. I feel like it's like uh, although I guess you kind of need emotional intelligence. The mo- the, the yeah. series basically. Yeah, it's like okay, he's like the bad guy, but he's not. Yeah, it is. It's literally like a soap opera. It's literally like Breaking Bad or something in my mind. Like right, and it's like it's, <laughs> there's the lore runs deep and and um, while I'm not like big in like digging way deep into content, <laughs> I still. I still just like really love that show. Yeah. And frankly, it is anime. Yeah. What's your number four? My number four is Satoshi Khan's final film, Paprika. Uh um, I mean it's like and I'll say I think I'm sure like we both agree that like our, our top four is pr- are pretty modular. Yep. Like I could probably change them over and over I could again. Probably slot them in however. Paprika, it's like yeah, I mean it's it's um it's it's it makes me really it made me really sad watching it i think just because like 
I don't know, like like it, it felt like the culmination of like a lot of things he was working on earlier in his career with like Perfect Blue and then like Millennium Actress and, and everything, you know, just like the kind of the dream state. And then, you know, this movie, it's like you're actually moving within dreams. And I think he does like, I think he understands dream logic a lot better than filmmakers than any medium where not so much just like kind of relying on like oh look at the ridiculous thing happening or like here's my fucking grandma trying to kill me (laughs) you know it's like it's like actually genuinely like things coming from like the cultural unconscious of like you know whether it's like these like parades or like these like kind of like household objects coming to life or whatever you know and then and then the um the kind of horror element of like that body horror where where she's like strapped down and like he puts his hand in her like yeah 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 her torso it's just like they're like all these like elements that like i don't know i mean it's 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 a uh it is a true masterwork you know like this mm. is really um it's unbelievable it's unbelievable <laughs> you know and and i um it's really sad that he's uh that this is it yeah this is this is the last thing we we watch from like i think there's yeah. It's Satoshi like a, Khan appreciation hour is over. Yeah, on it's, the podcast. it's really fucking sad. But you it's know? not over because we will bring it up again. We will we will continue bringing it up and we will continue seeing uh, uh, Tokyo Godfathers every Christmas as long yep. as Alamo keeps showing it. So <laughs> we'll get the DVD. We'll if get they the we'll get it. the we'll get the Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Blu-ray. Sorry. All right, let's just keep it moving. Number eh? three. Oops, sorry. <laughs> just booped Bobby. <laughs> The cats. Number three is Cowboy Bebop. Oh, interesting. Number three for me is also Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> oh, what a perfect way to end to end on. Because in my mind, and yeah, now you understand. I couldn't have put Avatar above Cowboy Bebop. People, people would have been mad. I think you would have been right? doxed. Uh, somebody, <laughs> somebody would have come to your work. Shut us down or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Deleted us off the internet. Um, I don't want to deal with that. Okay. At the so, same like, time, it part is... of me, part of me is like, was Cute Cowboy Bebop really like my favorite? I don't know, but like, but like, it was really good. And like, Cowboy Bebop tops lists all the time, and like is spoken so highly of. It's fucking Spike. We've got a Cowboy Bebop poster in our house now. We do, and it's and, awesome. And um, it is definitely a show that I would return to, and it is contained, okay? There's no Cowboy Bebop season two. <laughs> I think there is a movie. Okay, well, whatever. But your, your point is It's not doing the fully coolie. Yeah, no. If, if, if Adult Swim tried to fucking reboot it, I would drive down to Atlanta. Well, I mean, but then wasn't there the live action? <coughs> That's true. I mean, and we all saw how that forthcoming went. Forthcoming or whatever. No, it's out. Oh, it's out. Right. We should watch that over. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's a good idea. What live action anime do you want us to watch? Because we've been avoiding them like the plague. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cowboy Bebop. It's how can you how can you deny it? It's jazz. It's jazz. It takes anime in a direction it hadn't gone before. It's dystopian future, but make it like. Star Wars with jazz. Yes. yes. You know? I don't know. Like 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 scary people, but like making them cool and just, just like it's like, undeniably beautiful too. Yeah. No, it's like it's it's a uh, it's pretty timeless. It's a true classic. Just like Bobby. <laughs>
All right. I'm I'm blanking on what you have left, but uh, should two. I go first? Yeah, let's see. Th- I mean, this will reveal my number one as well. So I'm going to do both, right? No, just do number two. Okay. So my we- number two is Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> my number two is also Ghost in the Shell. No, I, I thought you might put it as number one, so I felt okay with putting it at number two, but Ghost in the Shell wasn't number one for me, but I let it go. You know, because fuck, I love Ghosts in the Shell. What a perfect movie. Like, completely insane. Everything about it just... It it set the course of things for, like, so much future media. It's like so... You can't get away from it, too. I don't even hate the the remake. I kind of... I I really like the the I really don't mind it. My greatest sin. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean... It, um... It was in the right place at the right time asking questions about what is identity in a world when you can like modify yourself oh, or I just remembered <laughs> you know in a, in a world where rapidly kind of uh you know becoming more connected and, and becoming more i guess part of you know each other whether we like it or not and losing yourself in all of that yeah and finding a way to like talk about all of that in like an hour and a half, you know, and and, and with, with while also having like some of the best like sci-fi action stuff. Well, it's just one of the, it's it's like one of the first uh, shows that even talked about like what happens when robots become sentient, you know, <laughs> like yeah, like ghosts in the shell, literally like soul in the robot (laughs) yeah it's a complicated question and i love the singularity i do too which is why uh but but alas even though in my mind ghost in the shell is my perfect anime movie your favorite of the year i realized that the one that hits a little bit harder for me um and it taps into things that it taps into things in a stylistic way that is more in tuned with Julie. It's Paprika. Paprika is brah, 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 my number one. Number one. My number one. Because not only does it deal with the idea of a, a dream machine or like connecting our consciousness, um, like I think I, I think I realized like Ghost in the Shell is just like if Ghost in the Shell is like black and purple and blue paprika is like red and rainbow and and uh they are both like kind of concerned about similar things which i I haven't really thought about until now no they are and like the intro to paprika where she is like morphing through like like uh surfaces and 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 scenes and through posters and shit and like yeah it's just so well done. Yeah, it's not something I would I would cons- I mean, I don't know if you would call Paprika cyberpunk or whatever, but I think it's definitely concerned with those ideas and definitely it's like internet but also connectedness and like the dream level. Yeah. Like what happens when we like really merge with one another? Cuz the whole premise of Paprika is that uh they're trying to use uh these machines to help patients in like a therapy setting. But the machines have been corrupted in some way, and now yeah. all dreams have uh, like merged with reality almost. And it gets like crazy; it gets insane. Yeah. But uh, and 
shout out to that song that lives in my head like since the moment I heard it it like imprinted on me <laughs> the guy who does the and I can't unhear it you know <laughs> the the composer who did the music for the, the the Satoshi like I don't think he did the music on Tokyo Godfathers but I know he did like Paprika and Paranoid Agent this last viewing of Tokyo Godfathers I really noticed the music this time like yeah. every time I watch it I pick up on a little different thing it might be know? him it's just like a it's like a way sillier kind of take on it um way sillier movie yeah but yeah Paprika I thought about putting her as my best girl and then you know, that way I could justify putting Ghost in the Shell as my number one, but but I just like Paprika more. I just at a certain yeah. point the points don't matter. <laughs> you gotta go with your gut feeling. Yeah. All right, John. Let's hear it. Number one. Who is uh Proxy One? <laughs> Virgo Proxy. You know this this I'm a little surprised. The show took me it it uh I think like the took you on a journey it was so it's like the show itself which i thought was like so like complex and layered in in an interesting way and like it's like world building of like these different like spheres of humanities like kind of like last vestige of like this kind of like you know imminent not threat but just like existence of like human living in space on like this other level of like these like self-appointed guardians like all these like kind of sm- like the elements of like the story itself and then like the meta element of watching it were like i think you know it's like like i said like we'd watch this like in, in darkness mm-hmm. and it really it, it brought back my first experiences watching anime as like a or at least like watching like you know quote unquote like cool or like adult anime as like a you know it's like a 13 and 14 year old mm. in my room as a kid the lights off watching like you know paranoia agent or fully Cooly or you know the adult swim stuff where it's like it really brought me back to like that kind of that moment where it all kind of clicked for me yeah um and i feel like this is like kind of like the perfect it was the perfect anime to do that with you know like i don't think that would be as effective with like a my hero academia or something yeah um, we just fall asleep <laughs> Yeah, we just no fall asleep. Whereas, like, you know, it's like being in total focus and just, like, kind of seeing, like, you know, all of the thought that went into it of just, like, you know, everything from, like, the – just the relationship between, like, you know, the two main characters and then, like, the kind of way, like, the society is set up of, like, this, like, council made up of, like, uh, robots implanted with, like, philosophers. So, like, you have, like, Derrida – kind of commenting on situations and like you know you have that stuff and then just like these like these episodes that just like go to like weird you have like the game show episode that we mentioned before and then you have like the different proxy worlds yeah the different proxy worlds of one being like this like really bizarre like disney one where everyone's like kind of like a a a prisoner of like fun a, town like welcome a, to fun town yeah of like a walt disney um another where everyone like everyone has like a evil clone or whatever but like <laughs> all just all these things that just like add up to like a really i don't know just like a really remarkable work you know i i have a hard time i i stand behind that this is like my favorite thing i watched this year i don't you know in in the company of like 
Ghost in the Shell and, and Cowboy Bebop and Paprika um, and Rent a Girlfriend, you know, it's hard to it's hard to say that, <laughs> <laughs> you know, is this the most impactful, um, important anime ever created? Maybe not. But doesn't I, matter. It doesn't matter. That's not what the list is. It's not, it's it's not, not what the list is. It's not 10 most impactful, important, historical uh, anime. <coughs> okay. It's what is John's favorite anime that he yeah. watched? And, and adding to that, I mean, I think that. Um, it's the ranking. <laughs> I think that this is like an important piece in like the puzzle of like Akira, Ghost in the Shell. Um cowboy bebop you know why not rent a girlfriend like these like you know uh these cyberpunk like kind of masterpieces yeah of like really kind of thinking about like how society is gonna is gonna be affected by you know technology and and you know all that stuff and then you know this comes along and it's like yeah all those things are gonna happen and it's going to isolate everybody and it's going to like atomize everything you care about into like these like worlds and mm. you know humanity's gonna die mm. there's hope there ends up being hope <laughs> at the end of it you know where where there is like i don't know a sense of like breaking against you know kind of like your programming or whatever but yep. I, I just uh i don't know i just i really found it to be it's kind of like if ghost in the shell is about what if the robots had a soul then ergo proxy is like what if the thing that we made that's supposed to save humanity decides that humanity is not worth saving? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like doesn't see any logic in saving. That the the control that you think you've set up uh, is actually a false sense of control. Yeah. And there is no such thing as pure control when things have reached a certain point. Totally. It's cool. It is. On the cool scale, it's cool. It is. It is cool, max good cool. Scale. But um, it's also good. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. There's stuff that's cool and there's stuff that's good, but the true the true magic is when things <laughs> are when, cool and good. Yeah. Just like that, huh? Just like that. We did it again. So, my favorites of the past three years have been Fruits Basket, <laughs> Totoro was last year, and now Paprika has joined my. My trophy shelf of yeah. faves. Yours was, um, <laughs> let me see if I can remember, Serial Experiments Lane. Was that last year? Uh, 2020, first one. That was the first one. Uh, last year, you picked, what'd you pick? Millennium Actress. Millennium Actress, I knew that. And then. And now, Ergo Proxy. So if that doesn't paint a picture, <laughs> it really does. <laughs> I mean, yours is like, I feel like you're you're going through like your, uh. This is like goth phase, Julie. No, I think I I think that uh, I I've always tried to pretend to be goth, but I'm not goth. I'm not goth. I like cute shit, I like cute stuff, and I like happy things, I like happy stories. I like stories that make me cry. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> Number one, anime has love, like something for everybody. Truly, and uh, next year we're just gonna keep going. You More anime. You can't stop us. One more time. More anime. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Pound it. Pound it. <laughs> if you like this episode, oh, yeah. give us a five-star review. Email us, whydopeoplikeanime.com. Follow us on Instagram. My voice is about to go. At Why Do People Like Anime. Thank you.
Good night.